Foos, it's episode 280. Welcome back and thank you for joining us once again for a Comic-Con filled episode of the Foo Bar Show program. But first, click on the link for SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric at the bottom of foobarshow.com for music, tour dates, and merch. Help The Fallen Electric open up for a sold out show at the Hollywood Bowl. Man, we've made it to round two and after coming out fifth out of 60 in round one, they picked the top 20 from there and round two will have the top 15 move to the next round. It's free to vote and you can vote once every 24 hours so go to our instagram at the fallen electric and click the link in the bio to help us get that much closer to get to play a show at the legendary hollywood bowl and lastly grass store everybody among the best cannabis delivery services around, if not the best foods, they're fast, reliable, and responsive. Everything I want and need from my weed person. Go to foobarshow.com and click on our grass store banner, and first-time users get 30% off of their purchase. And now, episode 280, here we go. Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Josie. I'm Josh. And Steph. Thank you all very much for listening into the Fubar Show. Remember to hit subscribe and be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend like a champ. You can also listen in and get our swag at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And follow F-O-O-Barshow on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Join in, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Certainly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, um, man, we had a, a fantastic time at uh, Comic-Con yesterday. Uh, now, we only did the one day, the one uh, day thing, because you guys can only get uh, tickets for one day, right there, Steph? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that quite was honestly, correct. That was, it was enough. It was enough, at least for Josh and I, who were outside of the Comic-Con. Uh, right. We were we didn't get in. It was just you and your friend, Christine. Yeah. And um, man, it, it was just as fun just roaming around like the gas lamp area yeah. of San Diego. It was pretty sick. Um, I got plastered. So there was that. Yes. And yeah, we got fucked up. It was awesome. It was pretty <laughs> cool. It was pretty cool. Not also, also not having the, the weight of the Comic-Con event, you know, like having to schedule out what we were going to do even though we did have a plan we didn't like have a stringent we had, schedule we had a general outline there was no plan let's be honest right. we we just thought of the first thing we would do and then literally after that we're like all right let's just go walk around Gaslamp, right. see what we can find there you go yeah and but before we get into any of that man um i i i've i've, I've started a war and um and because <laughs> because fuck <laughs> these guys have you guys seen these ads for true bill Oh, my God. <laughs> Foo, Truebill will keep track of your subscriptions for you. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> so in what way are they going to list it out? Like yeah, your Foo. bank statement lists everything out that you buy? Yeah, Foo. And then you just click on the actual wherever it says, and then you can cancel it just with a simple swipe. It's- Truebill. And you know what? <laughs> you know the, the the way these ads really like what they really go the extra mile to try to piss me off because oh, wow. it's yeah. these it's these um, these idiots that are like they're on the phone for some fucking reason they're on the phone to speak to somebody at I don't know Spotify or, or like Amazon or something or Netflix. <laughs> 
That's not how you cancel those services. Oh, you know, I, I'm on, you know, I'm fucking the guy's calling in saying, hey, I want to cancel my Netflix subscription. When have you ever had to call Netflix to cancel your subscription or modify it? Exactly. You just go online. You just there's, go on the app. And there's a cancel button. Cancel your subscription. And it's just like, are you really sure that you want to cancel? Yes. And then they offer uh, you like, oh, well, if you renew with us, we'll give you like an extra month free. Right. They always try to upsell you. Yeah. Right. Right. Before you cancel. Exactly. Why would you need the fucking true bill? Why would you need them? Don't need them. So I do have a rebuttal to that particular statement you just made. Okay. It is not that easy to cancel shit or to make changes what do you to mean? your fucking account. It's always been so simple. Let, I have a fucking example if you let me finish. Um, Disney Plus no. Foo, they have been a pain in my ass recently because my brother, I gave him my login to sign in. As soon as they found him signing in in San Francisco, they blocked my account. <laughs> and I couldn't sign in on anywhere else. So I... They, I would try to go onto my actual like account through the email, or yeah. I'm sorry, through the web. Okay. And I tried to like, okay, maybe I just need to change my username or whatever. So I tried changing it. Every fucking single thing said, please call this phone number to speak with the Disney Plus representative. I'm like, I don't want to speak with anyone. I just want to fucking change this on this website. They force you, foo. They fucking force you to call these fucking people for no goddamn reason and when i called them i was like what's the problem they're like oh you just need to change your email address i'm like okay well why can't it let me do it on the site oh you won't have the ability to change that yourself uh, essentially your account's canceled so um you had to call us to change your account so that way we can keep it going I'm like you mother and then they want me to go and change everything else uh, all my adjoining accounts with hulu plus and espn plus to a different email account so, Fu, sometimes the cancellation isn't as simple as you'd like to think. Well, we, we're not always, you know, like fucking outlaws like you there, Josh, where you're well, just fucking breaking the rules and giving your brother all the way up in the Bay Area the with, man, a, with an obviously different location <laughs> and zip well, code Fu, than you. What, what did I? What if I happened to be in San Rafael for the weekend? Huh? I was technically I was supposed to be. And that was the argument I posed to the lady on the other line. <laughs> I'm in San Rafael right now, goddammit. You mean to tell me that I can't watch this on the road? She's like, I'm sorry, sir. We cannot do that. You <laughs> oh. have to change your account completely. <laughs> Outsourced. I'm like, you, I'm Outsourced. Like, you bitch. I'm like, you mean to tell me that you're in Oklahoma when I know goddamn well you're in fucking Bangladesh? <laughs> <laughs> Are they advertising that? Like when they pick up the phone all the yeah, way from Oklahoma. This is, this is Ted from Oklahoma. <laughs> How may I be of service? That is literally how they are. I'm not even fucking lying, dude. They're trained to say that. Like that their name is Chad? My name is Chad. I'm from, wow. I'm from Fort Sill. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, dude. Hey, you leave Chad I'm, alone. <laughs> Chad's just trying to do his job, man. All right, all right. Chad's, family, a good, dude. Chad's a good cop. Chad's a good cop. <laughs> no, he's oh. not. He didn't let you do your shit. <laughs> Oh, no, I wasn't speaking to Chad. I was speaking to Gloria. Fuck Gloria. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, she Gloria my ass. does not have time for your shit. Yeah, I don't have time mm. for her shit. Fuck you, Gloria. No. <laughs> and her crunchy hair. Her new crunchy. Clack <laughs> <laughs> on the keyboard. Long ass nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, but, you know, despite the fact that you just um, ruined this bit, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the true bill is still the concept is still garbage 
because I even then I I don't believe it. I don't believe that it's as simple as you just telling them to to stop and then they'll and then they'll cancel it for you. Right. I don't refute the concept being fucking stupid. Like you said, I don't need True Bill, and all I had to do was look at my fucking bank statement or email. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking idiot that doesn't know how to read my goddamn bank statement. Right. But but who? There the people. There's people out there, man. Yeah. For example. Uh, Scott Kaplan of ESPN, what? notoriously, he's an announcer at ESPN Radio uh-huh. on the four o'clock hour. Okay, he always says he's like, I need that app. I don't even know what I pay for. I like, I seriously don't know what apps I pay. He's for. he's doing a live like, read. What do you mean? No, he's not food. They're not fucking sponsored by them. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, yeah. It's just he's and everyone on their show is just like, yeah, dude. Like we know, in fact, let me, the producers even, let me have your login and I'll create an account for you. Hmm. And he's just like, no, no, I'm just going to buy this true bill. She's like, no, no, don't waste your, don't waste your dumb money on that app. They even like, oh, so they know. Yeah, yeah, George Sedano's like, why, who, why, who needs that app? And he's like, adamant, I need that app. I totally need that app. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And she's like, give me, give me all of your accounts. I'll go in and cancel some stuff for you. Like, this is ridiculous. It's dumb. Mm-mm. It's dumb. It's dumb. For I don't even I know what I pay for. That's He's just being lazy. Yeah. No What's kidding. this charge for $14.99? Like, it says so right there. Just look to the left. It, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't believe it. Netflix. I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's Netflix. so. It's so frustrating, especially, like, if you know that you're one of those people who sign up for... A month and accidentally press the year subscription. Oh. And then oh. when that year rolls around, you get charged $180 for something. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. That yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. that's happened to me with the Xbox Ultimate Pass subscription. Normally it's like 250 bucks, but the foo got me like a you know a present. He got it like three months as a present. Mm-hmm. So I had like six months banked in. I didn't fucking realize I had auto renew <laughs> before I put in those like I had the cards separately and I forgot to put them in. Yeah, I ended up getting charged two hundred fifty bucks for a year. I'm like, what the fuck? This was last year, right before we went to, um, right before we went to Hawaii for his birthday, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. I called him. I'm like, yo, no, I have, I have these vouchers. Let me just use these vouchers. I'm like, sorry, we can't refund that. <gasps> but we, but but you can add those vouchers to extend it further. To your next renewal, Dang. so I have I have it renewed until like next ju- next July, so like I have another year. Um, so I technically was able to get two years out of that, okay. but I'm like, dude, that was not an expense I wanted. Like Steph said, you feel like a fool when it happens to you. Like, oh, well, fuck, you know, dude. I've wised oh. up to those. And this is why you need True Bill. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've wised up to these situations, at least the ones with those subscriptions that that are like over six months, because I know I'm gonna forget. So I just tell Siri to put it on the calendar. Just oh, so it reminds me. Just remind me that it's coming up, and if I don't want it to go to go in and you know not click off the renewal yeah 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 that's actually really smart i didn't fucking think of that god damn you <laughs> well yeah where, where, You're welcome. where were you yesterday <laughs> well now you know and owens half the battle foo uh fucking <laughs> 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 so there's that there's also um we 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 saw a lot of cool shit over at uh comic-con so i really am interested in getting into it so we'll make it part of geeking out you go yeah. with that all right here yes, we go sir.
So where do we want to start? Because we have like three different points of view, sort of. Yeah. You know, uh, and I know that towards the end of Geeking Out, we're also going to get into the bulletin of everything that was announced. That is pretty exciting we can for save Phase all, Five yeah. of the MCU. So save all that for the last. Steph, you uh, wanna you wanna get started with yours, or what do you think? Uh sure. Okay. Sure. Um, so Christina and I have been holding on to these tickets since 2019. Jesus. Jeez. We were, uh, 2020 was supposed to be the year, man. And we all know what happened. Yeah. And yeah. this was the first year the con was back in person. Last, well, last year they did, uh, a smaller online version where they pretty much just released information on what was to come for the next year. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. It was just like yeah. trailer it was, after trailer. It was, uh, yeah, it was Con at Home, I think. Comic Con at Home. It was just video podcasting. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. That's what it was um, for the, all the panels and stuff. And this year I saw an article that said that it was up to 130,000 130, uh, people who went oh, over I, the weekend. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday was jam-packed full of people. This was our first time, very first time at San Diego Comic-Cons. Uh, as you know, we usually do the LA Comic-Con, mm -hmm. and woo, LA Comic-Con is just a tiny little thing compared to what we experienced at San Diego. Um, like, how, like, just give people who've never been an idea of how big it is. You cannot do this in one day. So you have the main exhibition hall. Uh-huh. Which has all your booths, all your uh, you have your artist alley, you have all the exclusives, um, you have the big figurine displays. Um, that's where you're going to spend most of your day. Mm -hmm. And so imagine, hmm, how do I put this? Disneyland status. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like you know, if you go to a theme park, you can't experience it all in one day because mm -hmm. you're going to do like multiple lines. So yeah. this is, imagine that, all right. like that situation. But there's other things outside the exhibition hall. So the first thing that Christina and I did, uh, we had to, everybody has to get a health check. Uh, you have to have a health check wristband before you even get into the center. What does that mean? Uh, they have to show their vaccination card or proof of oh, negative really? test if you don't have your vaccines because, you know. Oh, so they're still doing that. Yeah. Interesting. They're still, okay. Yeah, they're still doing that. And then in anywhere inside the con or like anywhere that is, you know, you have a roof over your head, you have to wear a mask. If you're outside, you don't have to wear a mask. Oh. And then there's somebody overhead saying, please wear your face mask over your nose and mouth at all times. Oh, okay. Um, so that was the health portion of it. So we went to go get our health check, and then which was at the Marriott, which was just adjacent to the exhibition hall. Mm -hmm. And as we were getting through the line, we noticed that oh my god, this is where the Dragonfall exhibit is, and it was just right outside the pool area of the Marriott. And we went over there. We stood in line for a little bit. Everything opened like around nine thirty, so we got there probably an hour early. Yeah, we got there around yeah. like 8.15 is where I uh, dropped you guys off. Yeah. At the front of the con. And it was nice. So the first thing we saw was the Dragon Ball exhibit, and they had huge life-size statues of all the Saiyans. You had um, the blast beams from like the Kamehameha, and Christine didn't post properly for her little beam. And everybody was <coughs> throwing a fit over it. Special beam cannon, Steph. How did, Special beam cannon. How are you supposed you get to get it right? How are you supposed to pose? 
You have to do your finger, yeah. and it's always just two fingers. Two fingers at to the, the end forehead. of the glass. Oh, she's or, a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> you call yourself a Dragon Ball fan. <laughs> Dis- disappointed much. Oh, my God. Um, But they were mainly promoting the new movie, Dragon Ball Superhero. Um, there were a lot of cards on display, a lot of, you know, for the game, like the card game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There were new collectibles from a bunch of uh, uh, toy... God damn it. Animation. Manufacturers? Toy ma- <laughs> I don't know why I drew a brain fart here. Um, you drew a blank. It's called a blank. Yes, I It was know. part of your brain new, fart. New collectibles from Figure Rise Standard, History Box, G Materia, Solid Edgeworks, Clear Rise, mm. Evolve. Some of these figures have already been released. Some of them will release later this year or even 2023. Um, they were also advertising Dragon Ball The Breakers, which is the... Game going to be released October 14th, 2022 uh, on all platforms. Ooh. And then we moved on to the exhibition hall, which the badges, unlike LA Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, the badges are RIFD enabled, so you have to scan your way in oh, there. Word? Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. do need some stinking badges. Yeah, you do need badges. That's so you have to... There's a little... Like security uh, threshold, mm-hmm. and then you just go up to it and just tap it, and then they let you in. But they want us; they want to see your name before they even let you in. Can you flip over your badge? Can you flip over your badge? I was like, okay. Um, then we went on a little scavenger hunt um, to collect these ribbons for our badges, some Dragon Ball uh, ribbons. ribbons. And so you have to go to different booths, and each booth will give you a different color with a little character in it. Mm-hmm. They were heavily promoting this movie. Yeah. There's just like Dragon Ball everywhere. We got one of those. Uh, we've always wanted the backpack slash like giveaway bag. Yeah. But this thing is very wide and very hard to move through. <laughs> so we got one from the Dragon Ball Z exhibit. And moving through the crowd, it's almost like you're, you're, oh my God, you're taking them down with nice. like football padding <laughs> because like you're, it just makes you wider. Yeah. And if somebody brushes past you, they can like essentially like latch onto that bag and then turn you around, <laughs> depending on how fast they're walking. Uh-huh. So you turned into a makeshift kite man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was kite man, and everybody's like kind of apologizing to each other. It's like, sorry, I'm just trying to get through, but these goddamn just a bags. Sea of Canadians. <laughs> sorry. 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 sorry, 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 guy. Oh man, uh, there was no just, problem, friend. It was just so jam packed. Um, a few mentionables as we were passing by um were the jazz wears costume play which i felt that this was like one of the things that i needed to have but i didn't have enough money so it's those t-rex inflatable costumes <laughs> oh yeah i oh, saw yeah. that but it's spider-man and yeah. venom so yeah. the venom one's already out and the spider-man was like an early release there at the con and you can buy it and i was like oh Oh, too pricey for me right now. But, oh, if I had the money, I would have walked away with it. You, told, you, you probably would have. I, I would have, you know, if I had the money, I would have just you know, dressed up as that right then and there. I would have sanctioned this. Yeah. I, they look pretty dope in the picture. That would have been great because you guys could have walked out of the con in them. Yeah. And that would have just made it even more special. Yeah. 
And you wouldn't have to wear a mask because you're already in the thing. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) A few cosplays. uh, We saw Cad Bane. Uh, I found... That Cad Bane one was sick. Oh, my God. Just as good as the Boba Fett one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The detail. The detail (laughs) and the prosthetics on the face. You can tell it wasn't a mask. Like, this guy, like, put you know the actual silicone on his face and then you know so when he was talking the mouth was moving yeah oh sick it's you should have taken a video instead of just Ah, a picture i know i just took a picture oh it was so good and like the detail of the clothes looks like a statue like this guy was you know a lot of the cosplayers they're on point yeah at this comic-con I keep comparing to L.A. You know, L.A., you get like a whole bunch of like Harley Quinns and Jokers. This one, they, (laughs) oh, no. This is like super detailed. People put work into their costumes. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole nother level. Like you can't compare it with anything else, really. Um, We also, oh, we found the trifecta. Waldo, Nemo, and Carmen Sandiego. Oh, you found them all. Found them all. Right off the bat. Damn. (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's just like we walk in and then the first booth is Senpai. So, <laughs> you know, like, you get all like the uh, nudity and the senpai stuff. And then yeah. right around the corner, it's like all of the comics and stuff. And then boom, right there. Waldo, Carmen Sandiego. Found him. It was I mean, too easy. And then you left, right? Because yeah. that was the highlight of that the was, day. You I can't, just you can't came, top that. I just came there to find Waldo. That's all I wanted to do. And then my day was over. Yeah. That was it. And yeah. then I left. You saw anime titties, and then you saw them, and then that was that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you, sorry, but you didn't leave. I, no, we didn't I got, leave. Oh, my I God. got lost after anime titties. Yeah. Oh, it's about? okay. It, it's not important. Okay. okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue, stuff. Uh-huh. Senpai! <laughs> but it's literally like, oh, my God, because we were we were so excited. As soon as we, we walked in there, we're, tr- we're trying to do the scavenger hunt, and it's just, you get, we're getting so turned around, because every 10 feet, there's something like actually interesting that you want to look at. Uh, it's like, oh, what's this? What's that? If it's just like a rabid dog, it's like, hey, 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 hey. Squirrel. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there was the one of the, I'm just going to list a couple of highlights uh, that I found pretty cool. There was a movie, uh, animatronic puppet Grogu uh-huh. that was oh. in his little shell um, from EFX, FX uh, Collectibles. Mm-hmm. Uh that drew a crowd. Always. It any, really any, any, any gro- Gogru. Grogu. Grogu. Gogu. Gogu. Grogu. Groot. Groot. I am Groot. Okay. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Anyway, that always attracts everybody. Um, NECA had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on display, uh, which I was FaceTiming you at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had. But they were really pushing that last Ronin, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the last Ronin TMNT. Mm. They you were, read it, by the way. Yeah, you need to read it. Josh mm-hmm. read it. I read it. You need to get on it. Yeah, well, uh, can you give uh, some highlights of that comic uh, without giving anything away? Uh, so it's set in the future. Imagine like the Ninja Turtles have aged like twenty years, pretty much. So they're no longer teenagers. Exactly, they're just tachos. Yeah, they're just mutant turtles. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, one turtle in particular needs to seek revenge. Um, For the death of his brothers. And we won't say which, which is which and we what is what. Yeah. But pretty much the foot has taken over New York City at this point. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, the way it plays out, the way you find out which 
of the brothers are dead and who the last Ronin actually is because mm-hmm. you really don't know who he is, like which of the turtles he is right on the outset. Um, and he's he narrating while everything's going down. Is that, is so he he's, like yeah, he's of, of course it's, it's comic books, dude. How else are we going to get, we always get inner monologue. Right. Have you not read a comic book at I'm all? Just, I'm asking, I'm asking. You must fail. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we pretty much get his inner monologue as he's trying to infiltrate the city. And you know, we, you see that he hears voices hmm. of his brothers. So you don't get revealed of, who are talking to him or who he is exactly until like maybe I want to say what like four or five chapters into it Steph wow um, maybe a little maybe a little more like halfway I think well there's only there's only five parts I think the second part we find out who it is yeah because then they go into flashbacks yeah. and then they start kind of retelling the story of how everything happened um you know while he's going on so it's a it's a great book you can find it in any comic book shop right now the entire collection mm-hmm. um and they said that there's possibly going to be a sequel to the last run-in mm-hmm. um especially with the way the way they left it off it kind of opens it to a sequel uh-huh. so i'm excited it's a it's a dope it really takes the turtles into a new level um and a level i love dude because peter laird as the creator he likes that gritty style mm-hmm. um of the turtles especially in the comics so i like that they kind of and they're sticking they, to that. Didn't they start that way? Like yeah. they were all black and white. The only real color was uh, their, you know, their bands that they have on their on their faces, on their knees, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and elbows. What, and they were all red. Yeah, it was all red. There were no differentiating colors or initials the only, on the belts. That was for the kids show. Yeah, yeah, that's when they started doing that with the kids show. And then following the kids show, we had the live action movies. Mm-hmm. So the kids show is what kind of took it more into that like lighter side right. but peter peter laird always kept the comics a little rougher um a little more edgier like i think there's one storyline within the comics where rocksteady and bebot um killed donatello by like crushing his uh, turtle shell Dang. and like yeah like it's gnarly man like if you actually read the full comics or get like some of those compendiums mm-hmm. it's pretty worth it it's a pretty good read yeah crazy all right well that's uh, that's cool yeah i need to get on that I know you guys have read yeah. it, but it sounds super, super lo- like my up my alley. It's one yeah, of those you, books that you can't put down. Mm. You got to finish yeah. it. All right. And uh, so what else? Uh Oh, there was a giant mobile suit Gundam display. And this thing was amazing. You had the Gundam with the wings from Endless Waltz. You had the OG Gundam. And then you had the, uh, what is it? It was a red Gundam. Oh, the Epion. All right. It was a is a red Gundam. It's a shorter red Gundam with a tail, essentially. Um, I don't know what that one is from. But my favorite Gundam Wing, maybe. No, no, not Gundam Wing. Let's use it. Well, Gundam Wing or Endless Waltz, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Gundam though is G Gundam, which nobody knows about G Gundam. Apparently, I don't know why. He's a gangster. Because this is G. It's 2G. It's 2G. It's 2G. He'll kill you if you fail a sock check. <laughs> yeah, he's not above the ankle, he's man. He's a real foo. He's a real foo. Not above the ankle. Yeah. He's just a law-abiding Gundam. <laughs> Moving through the exhibition hall, there are booth after booth, and most of them have these giant displays, which are photo opportunities for pretty much all the guests, all the fans and everything. Um, there are also a lot of 
uh, figures on display, upcoming figures that have not been released yet or were released in the past mm -hmm. were on display. I found a lot of booths. Um, they didn't sell anything. They had everything on display, and the ones that were released, you can buy them online. That were oh. if they were still available and not sold out. Oh. Uh, Hasbro did that. Mattel did that. Um, there's a couple other other pieces that did that. Um, we were looking around at the uh, Tamashi Nations booth. So it was an area where they had uh, glass cases with the Godzilla figures. There was this beautiful one-piece display that uh, most of the figures are going to come out in October. Mm -hmm. um, I sent the video to you, Josh, so I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, Imagination Works actually did the one-piece uh, collectible figurines. Speaking of One Piece, Josh, uh, when we were getting high in the car yesterday, you brought something up that was rather interesting, that uh, they were going to do a one last arc that really ties everything in together. Yeah, the uh, creator, Ichiroda, he officially announced that from this point on, um, it doesn't matter if you've watched any of the previous One One Piece arcs, this is officially the One Piece. I like, I like that. That's kind of like the Joker. Uh, it's very Joker-esque and like you've just wasted how many hours of your life <laughs> because none of that fucking matters. <laughs> Moving forward, everything here will... <laughs> We'll tie in. Honestly, though, I don't see it that way because I I enjoyed all of it. I've rewatched it all. Um, rewatched it. Oh, dude, that's like six hundred hours. It, that's totally worth it because the world that this guy has built, like this guy has spent twenty five years building this extravagant, like just insane type of fucking world that he still has yet to reveal a lot of the big things he's teased, like from 10, 20 years ago, and Damn. that's what he's doing. In this last five years, it's just going to be finally him, like, closing out a lot of those loopholes. And then, obviously, they're going to have, like, recaps for people that have not read or even know what's going on. Um, they actually released four little, because um, they were on a four-month, uh, four-week break um, recently. And then they just came back today, or this last week, because of the 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And during that four-week break, they released four different volumes called The Road to Laugh Tale. Um, and in each of those volumes, essentially, you pretty much get the history of all of One Piece. You get an idea of what the devil fruits are. So for you guys that have absolutely no idea what the fuck One Piece is, you literally could just read them. They're easy reads. And then you get little concept art. And then you actually get just pretty much a nice summary of the story where they are now. Hmm. And that's why... Oda is saying that you can just jump in and you guys will just be able to enjoy the ride because that's good yeah, that's good because i was not about to fucking go all the way back <laughs> like that now i know you've no. tried and and there was this there was this also this uh this what was it like one hour movie one and a half hour movie josh that you just recently introduced that kind of gave you a good idea of what's been going down since the beginning yeah so there's um there's a few different movies actually there oh. is the episode of the east blue where it's a one and a half hour or it's about a one hour um episode where you get a summary of how the initial straw hat crew um kind of joined together mm -hmm. and then the next one after that is the um sakura island one that's where you get to meet tony tony chopper the little reindeer guy <laughs> um and then after that is the um alabasta arc where it's like 
pretty much the straw hats have to overthrow a pirate that's trying to take over a country and yeah. kill like the royal people within it. So each of them is like about an hour long, but you literally, you could just watch them and at least you get an idea of what one piece is mm -hmm. and what it's being built on like more and more. And then at that point you can just start watching the movies and then you're, you're pretty much ready to go. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The show is just keeps getting better and better. Every episode, they're just up the animation. Um, I showed you guys the big couple of big episodes. One was the episode 1000. Um, and then I also showed you the chapter 1001 where mm -hmm. like Luffy going up against the two emperors of the sea mm -hmm. and just saying, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm going to fuck you all up. So it's, it just keeps getting better and better. Um, where the anime is, it's catching up to the manga and the manga has revealed a lot of big stuff. Um, especially with Luffy being a, he becomes an emperor of the sea mm -hmm. pretty much at the end of this arc. So spoiler alert. I, if you haven't read the manga, like hey, Oda even said, he's like, there's no more spoilers, dude. You guys had 25 years. If you, catch, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't catch up by now. It's, sorry. Sorry. You're on your own. Okay. Still on issue one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, it's, it's a good one to, to catch up on. So anyone listening to this, um, just go out, see, see a one piece movie or like little, uh, abridged arcs and get a sense of what it is you won't be disappointed because it has a lot of good funny and uh you know good comedy qualities and it's very raunchy for what was supposed to be a kid's um anime originally mm -hmm. and the uh yeah the creator said no nah, no nah, nah, this is definitely a no for me dog <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. um what do you got next there was, oh moving on through the comic-con mm -hmm. and and mind you this is what was happening um through the first couple of hours is we were literally bouncing from one end of the exhibit hall to the other trying to find these booths that's rather impractical and i'm just like where are they back <laughs> forth back forth back forth and, and getting then, interrupted in the middle exactly yeah uh we came across the star wars costume display and so there was there were a few select pieces from Star Wars Andor, uh, Book of Boba Fett, and Obi-Wan Kenobi on display. And right above it was this giant uh, screen that was just playing old Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. It was just on, you know, from A New Hope, from the OGs to the prequels to the sequels. They were just on, on loop. Crazy. Yeah, it was, it was nice. And we got to, I got to take a p couple pictures with the Stormtrooper and... Somebody was cosplaying with Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. uh, then we stopped by the IDW booth for our first Comic-Con exclusive, which was the, and I got you one of these, Josh, uh, Power Rangers versus Godzilla comic oh, book. Oh, right, yeah. right. I've been seeing this all throughout Instagram. Mm -hmm. The comic book cover, because that's all I've seen. I don't know what's going on in this storyline or anything, but uh, it looks tight because fucking you got Godzilla and these tiny little fucking Power Rangers jumping up into it like like they're about to jump in onto a Zord kind of thing, but like tinier than you would expect. They're like little ants. Yeah. It's like, what are they thinking? <laughs> they're just going to, you know, just punch him in the face and he's going to knock out. Yeah, probably. Or are they jumping into their Zord? Yeah, they have no reason to be that high up and that close to Godzilla at that point. He can just eat them. Exactly. All he has to just open his mouth mm -hmm. and then and laser beam them. And they're done. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know, but uh, you haven't had a chance to read any of it, right? <laughs> no, no, because you. Didn't, oh my god, we got home like super late last night. No, it, okay, eleven okay. is not super late. Uh, you know what? We're in bed by eleven, so <laughs> fuck you. Um, there was also at the IDW booth uh, the last Ronin cutout with the uh, main hotel uh, that you can take pictures with. And we stopped by the Mattel booth. I like turtles. I like turtles too. <laughs> then we headed over to the Mattel booth, and the biggest thing was the uh, Hulk. I mean, Hulk Hogan. That Hulk. That Hulk. The versus first, yeah. Zeus. The, oh my God. WWE was really big at the Mattel booth. There yeah. was a giant resin statue of The Undertaker. Uh, oh, present day Undertaker or like back in the day, lovable, dark, fucking. No, dark. Dark. You know, with the hat the and, hat the, and the, the fucking thing. gloomy ass face. And he's just like, eh, not the, with beer the arms belly. stretched up. Okay. No, not that Undertaker. No, no. he was still in the trench coat okay. and this resin. Pre, pre American badass Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. that? OG Undertaker. Remember that? Remember yeah. that? A quick oh, minute. God. You were afraid of Undertaker. Yeah. And then you saw American Badass Undertaker. And, he, and, he, and he got like, yeah, re- resuscitated? Re- no. Yeah. Resurrected. Resurrected. Jesus. <laughs> you know what was annoying, though? He had a stroke. Is he always came around with a pallbearer. Yeah. And Paul, I cannot stand his voice. Mm-hmm. I used to love it when he just popped in the stage out of nowhere. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> when everything went dark. <laughs> yeah, when everybody go dark, and all of a sudden he's right there in the middle of the stage. You're like, what the fuck? What the way? fuck? Or <laughs> <laughs> one time I ruined the illusion when I saw like when it went dark, and then you can actually see some person <laughs> coming from the side <laughs> and slide in, and then he just stands really quickly. I'm like, oh, my god, oh, ruined it. What did I they get ruined it. by? Like people taking pictures, like flash photography. Oh, shit? you know the flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why you see him. Like someone, as soon as he's going in, someone flashes and he's like sliding in really quickly. It's like, oh. His opponent is helping him up. Just yeah. <laughs> turns cool, real cool. quick. They haven't seen yet. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> quick little fist bump, tap in the ass. All right, let's go. And action. <laughs> uh, the new release was. Uh, I keep. I wrote. You know what? I wrote Hulk on this paper, and now I can only see Incredible Hulk. But it's Hulk Hogan okay. versus Zeus box set, um, and it's cool because these two figures come in a VHS looking box mm-hmm. for oh, all you cool. wrestling fans out there. Uh, uh, does it come with a VHS though? Uh, no. Ah. No. Uh. Just Mattel toys. Okay. Yeah. Well, but like, does but it give you a link where you can watch or the you know some equivalent to a VHS? I didn't see anything like that. I see. Yeah disappointment no it's i'm sure it's out there uh mattel also had Jura- uh, jurassic park photo op in which you can sit on the toilet with the busted out fuck yeah <laughs> like the lawyer yeah, yeah. I mean, when you gotta go you gotta go yeah so i was on that <laughs> toilet and then there's a cut out of the t-rex looking at you like ah that's, that's pretty badass and they also had their display of the uh new jurassic movie in one of those glass cases. So mm. uh, you see all the dinosaurs, all the figures, all the scientists and everything. Steph, you and I haven't had the pleasure of uh, watching this most recent movie. But Josh, you said that you did after so many weeks of it being out on theaters. Um, you want to give it a quick uh, rating and review there, man? Because I'm not hearing a buzz for this movie. Like there was an initial excitement. But actually, at this point, it's just like I, I, this whole thing has been building up. And now it just took a big shit. <clears throat> Where do you stand uh, on this? 
let me let me collect myself here. Where do you put your foot down on all of this? So so um, the only buzz that you audible buzz that you hear Mm. is uh, when they pulled the electric chair on this movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Really? um, Whoever decided to release this at least should be in the electric chair. I should say Ah. Um, it. It wasn't good, man. And the last one, <laughs> the last one, Fallen Kingdom, it wasn't better. Like, it's like they progressively got worse. They, I mean, obviously, it's a cash cow pull and move. Right. Um, the coolest part were the dinosaurs that they brought out. I thought that was really cool. But they really rehashed a lot of the tropes from um, episode from the first one mm-hmm. and then even a little bit on the second one where they have to go rescue a baby dinosaur. Yeah. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, you know, Malcolm, um, Grant, and Sattler are visiting the dinosaur sanctuary uh-huh. to uh, make sure it's being run properly. Um, you know, and then they're there to their OSHA sabotage audit? it. In their OSHA <laughs> audit. Foo. And the big, get it, get this, the big bad of this whole movie hmm. is a bunch of uh, the guy uh, Dodgson from the first movie. Remember that um, Newman meets yeah. the Costa Rican restaurant. Uh-huh. So he's the big bad in this movie, Biosyn. And like they even show like somehow he gets the fucking um, can of shaving cream. Like mm. they show it in his office as like a trophy or whatever, but it just begs the question: How the fuck did you get that? It would have been washed away in the storm. This no. Yeah, he was no, attacked no. in the middle of the night. Yeah, in that like, movie by the spitters. Uh, yeah. I oh wow okay well so so then from there you end dumb. up finding out that he is his whole secret plot and I'm ruining it for the movie for you guys. I don't give a fuck this point um <laughs> I, you know we probably won't watch it for a while yeah so the whole the whole thing is that his plan is to create these prehistoric locusts that essentially can't die and can't be killed and that they're eating really? and you can't just attacking. step on one it's, you know, maybe you could step on it but it's a pretty big dude it's the size of a fucking like a pit bull oh that's wow that's a big look big All these right. fucking All locusts right. were and they wipe out a bunch of like crops and stuff um, with the exception of their own crops, the company's crops that are like sponsored by Biosyn. That's convenient. So that's, yeah, that's the are whole they, thing. That's, they gen- like they're genetically modified to not like that attack. No? Yeah, they're oh. genetically modified to not like those specific seeding. Is that possible? That their company. That's really uh, specific. Anything's possible with CRISPR. Boo, they're able to bring yeah, dinosaurs yeah. back to life, and that's the fucking thread you're going to pull? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what did I... I posted that thing about uh, Marty oh, McFly. Back to the Future. The Back to the Future <laughs> thing. Here, let me find it. Yeah, um, you were giving me shit for that one because uh, I was getting really bothered by it. But uh, here, do I have it? I was only giving you shit because I'm like, dude, the, out of the many threads you can pull for that movie itself, that's the one you're going to harp on. The most. Yeah. Exactly. The fact that, you know, he wouldn't be able to learn those riffs. Well, I can't find it. I'm sure I'll stumble up upon it here. But pretty was, much the spirit of it was, you know, he was using a hollow body uh, guitar, but he was getting this these 70s tones on on, a, on what would appear to be a lead solid body guitar. And the fact that, you know, it sounds like a lead guitar in the 50s, it's bullshit. I'm not buying it. Hmm. You know what, Fu? You, you sound like me when I have my nerd moments. 
<laughs> don't make no sense man don't make no sense Freaking i mean foo i even sent you one earlier today where it's like why does marty have to go into the future to save his son yeah what, like it hasn't happened yet can't he do something now to eventually change or the just having of the knowledge of what not to do later in life or how about this don't have a kid there's oh, that too problem yeah. solved we're features changed yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean oh god all the inaccuracies all the loopholes you can pull but anyway well, we love back to this well, one. we love the movies yes yes <laughs> at least say. those i don't know about this movie this movie <laughs> this this jurassic world dominion man not great yeah that, i mean at the end when everything burns down or whatever it doesn't solve the problem dinosaurs are still like alive and walking around different regions of the planet like companies are still technically like they stole the genetic research and they're like creating more dinosaurs. It's it didn't it, the fucking movie was pointless. Dude, what was the fucking point <laughs> to get to see all the old the old cast with the new yeah, cast? That's really what it was. That's I could have really saw that at a comic con, bro. I could have get the same effect. I didn't even see him in a movie. Well, Josh, literally no way in hell Marty McFly could have gotten that late 70s lead tone out of a hollow body <laughs> Gibson and a Fender Blues Deluxe combo. Fucking stupid ass movie. Makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah, foo. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him. So don't buy the toys then? Don't buy the dinosaur toys? Go ahead and buy them. Don't buy the dinosaur toys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dinosaur, okay. The dinosaurs are cool. The dinosaurs are innocent bystanders in my opinion of this okay. movie. The writers and everyone else suck. I guess so. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we swung by the Clerks 3 booth. Yeah. Nice photo op with some of the cutouts. Mm -hmm. And that movie will be released September 13th. Speaking of, oh. and sorry to interrupt, but um, while Josh and I were um, circling San Diego, pretty much just jacking it all over. Jack it, jack oh, no wonder why it, it smelled outside. That was there already. That was already we got there. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Um, and, and we'll talk about this a, a little bit um, later, but the first place we hit up was the uh, Comic-Con Museum to go see a Spider-Man exhibit. But then we, we were just like, well, let's go have some lunch. And this is not the place where we actually ended up getting lunch, but they um, we went into... Uh, it, it, it was pretty much... A, pretty much a pop-up movies mm -hmm. where they were serving a movies kind of menu at this bar. It was at the tin roof at, uh, at San Diego. And I actually got the, the business card for the, the general manager. And hopefully I can uh, have the band play there because the stage was pretty cool. They had the, uh, the tables and the microphone set up for what would be the Kevin Smith Smodcast podcast taking place that day um in fact while we were in there drinking out of movies cups we brought them home and you know it's pretty much the movies logo on them just like in the in clerks 2 uh we saw fucking randall and and dante and hey, yeah and we saw kevin smith finally show up and i know he was going live on his instagram and that, that you know it was set up right there upstairs i was watching it happen live it was pretty dope and uh i i wanted to stay a little later then we did just to see if we can catch a glimpse of Ralph because mm -hmm. I know he was going to be there for the Hollywood Babylon podcast too. And they don't have enough of those anymore. They have like once a month I or know. once a quarter kind of thing. So that was cool. And, um, and they were also selling uh, merch specific to movies like uh, Josh, you even bought a shirt there. Yeah, I bought a Jay and Silent Bob like Hawaiian style shirt where it's just a bunch <laughs> of shirt, different yeah. version. Yeah, it's a college shirt where it's a bunch of different 
Jay and Silent Bob's from each of the different movies. Like there's a blunt man at Chronic. There's the version of them in Mallrats where um, Silent Bob has the little Batman ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and has the little <laughs> Batman wings under his jacket. Um, and then there's the other one from the Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back where they're with the monkey. Um, it, it's it's a dope shirt. It, like I'm not going to lie. I probably wear it several times. It's nice. uh, something I probably would wear. It's your new smoking lot, jacket. It's my new smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we, I also got a like little companion magazine, um, signed by Jason Muse mm-hmm. and, um, Kevin Smith for Mallrats. Um, so that was pretty cool. We oh, I got a movies. magnetic buddy Christ. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked them too, because they had nothing from dogma and I was like, why don't you have dogma here? And they said, because they're still fighting the Weinstein company Weinstein. for the, the Weinstein company for the, yeah, like it fucking matters. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> it's Chowder. <laughs> Say it right. Chow's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. Yep. Um, yeah. They, they're still fighting right now for the rights. That's why there isn't really any dogma, you know, DVDs being released or Blu-rays or anything like that. It's because, they still haven't fought, got the rights back to it. Yet. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was dope. We, we had a couple beers there. Uh, my uncle actually works for the craft brewery that worked on their little, like, Comic-Con themed beer. Yeah. Um, for Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. It was like Jay and Silent Bob on the can. The Me and the Foo actually. The tap handle was specific to Jay and Silent Bob or, or Clerks or what was it? Clerks, right? Yeah, it was Clerks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was the whole theme. And then they finally like opened it up for us to like order from there. But I saw the food that people were buying. It looked like fucking Burger King or something. Like <laughs> I was just like, uh, let, we're like let's uh, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, we ended up going to a Ghostbusters pop up at a different oh, location. Nice. Do you remember the name of that bar? Yeah, the Werewolves Pub. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Their food was dope. I broke keto for that one. I you figured did. I'm like, let me just. I already had a couple IPAs. This keto is broken. And it was a, it was a, it was an awesome cheat day for me. I uh, really enjoyed myself. Didn't shit as much as I thought I was gonna <laughs> this morning. I gotta and say, you know what, dude? I will say San Diego really. Um, they were smart about extending their patios um, during COVID well, and keeping yeah. it that way. Yeah, um, yeah. I think know, it's uh, if they keep this forever, I'm not gonna hate it. I'm not either. Like that was a great idea, especially later in the evening after um, we met up with Steph and Christine when mm-hmm. we went to El Chingon mm-hmm. to go get those like marble themed drinks. Mind you, there were no fucking Legos on that. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I wanted my little free souvenir. Yeah. And then a few times they got they got lazy on my second drink. Well, they didn't even that? put the fu- they didn't put the chili salt on the, the rim. <laughs> I'm just like you, you bastards. <laughs> and my cousin who met up with us at the time, he's like, damn, first they give you no Lego. And then now they give you no chili rim. So shh, they slip in dog. They, they slip. slip in. I ended up getting uh, <laughs> mine was interesting. I got the web slinger drink where it was a, uh, a tamarind flavored carritos that I had to pour in uh, tequila in a tequila cocktail. And that yeah. was that was tasty. That was tasty as fuck. Do you remember what you got? I got the Valkyrie, which I just I just picked it because I like the name. Okay. Yeah. And I got cr- the Doctor Strange one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and then, that um, was just, yeah, go ahead, Seth. Oh, no. Sorry. What was it? What was your drink? Mine was mezcal and um, some other like flavor in there. But, it, I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was really good, um, especially with the little chili rim. What did the Valkyrie have into it? It had mezcal also. And then okay. I think it was like more lime-based. I have no idea. 
The fucking uh, the waitress go gives us a little behind the scenes kind of thing. She's like, yeah, they they're just changing the names for today. Their regular drinks are on the menu, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm just she's, confused, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, there goes the illusion. Yeah, no Ruined kidding. The flair. <laughs> <laughs> and then Christine orders a coffee. And everybody oh just my laughs God. at her. But it was like this Mexican, it's the Mexican coffee, yeah. you know, it's yeah, the, it's good, the, the Café de la Olla. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, but yeah, she's just like, I'm like, you want your little fucking Conchita too, little old lady? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when she asked, yeah. like, Christine's like, can I have a cafe? Cafe? She's like, a cat, a cafe? She's like a cafe. I'm like a cafecito. She wants a fucking cafecito. <laughs> fucking vieja. <laughs> she, the girl's like, oh, oh, um, let me see if we can actually make that. <laughs> it's on the menu. It's right <laughs> yeah, there. It's like, why wouldn't the, you be able to make it? It's under the well, desserts. Yeah. Yeah, it's under the desserts, but it's like, bro. Why the fuck are you ordering a coffee at 730? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're the like, bitch in a long line at Starbucks with cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I get a scan for my rewards and then I would like to pay in cash. Yeah. We get my coin purse out. <laughs> Dude, we just fuck. kept giving you shit. We're just like, you're going to ask her for conchitas or the fucking gallitas? Long- <laughs> but but I, I, I understand it was mighty tasty when she actually got it. So yeah, I was kind of jealous. It smelled really good. Yeah. <laughs> it like added cinnamon and stuff on it. Oh, man. Um, but going back to like sitting outside and, and the restaurants around the, the gas lamp area, extending their, their restaurant service into the, into the curb, you know, because... In in those bars in particular, they're blasting fucking music, so it's almost impossible to have a conversation. So I like that, you know, that there's the option to sit outside. Actually, I would prefer it, and it, the, the weather was nice too for yeah. the evening. It was, yeah. it yeah. was nice. Yeah, it was getting nicer too, and um, it was cool because we didn't have to worry about wearing masks because literally we were outside the whole time, the, in- the entire time, with the exception of the Spider Man exhibit. But mm-hmm. when we went to the Spider Man exhibit, there wasn't so many people that. We felt like we were smothered. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was pretty. They much were apart. letting groups in thirty minutes at a time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so that was nice. so it spread out. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it would have been like a huge line at ten o'clock when it started. Oh. But uh, we'll get yeah. more into that a little later. Um. What else did you want to talk about? Uh, there's a few more areas uh within the ex- exhibition center, and so we so after that we we breaked. For lunch, after the clerk's booth, we pretty much break for lunch because we saw that booths were starting to close for lunch, mm-hmm. like right around like 1230-ish. And we're just like, well, let's just fucking eat too. Um, so we went outside to some convenience store that had really good sandwiches. And then we noticed that there was like a giant HBO outside, you know, thing for their new, uh, what is Game it? Of Game of Thrones spinoff? House of Targaryen? House of Dragons. House of House Dragons. Of Dragon. House of yeah. Dragons. House of Targaryen. It's the same shit. They're fucking <laughs> dragons. Uh, but while we were eating, I was taking a look at the line. I'm just like, that line is not moving. Like, are they on lunch break too? So I just kept eating. And then eventually we, we, we moved down there. And sure enough that it was closed for lunch. Like all of the workers went on lunch break. And everybody was just waiting out there in the hot sun for it to open back up. And even then, it was going to be like maybe an hour and a half wait just to get through it. And I'm just oh. like, we don't have that kind of time. Because like, there's still so much shit we have to see. And we're only here for one day. It's like, do you want to wait an hour and a half? Or do you want to go back in? And, or you want to walk around? And so we decided to walk around a little bit more. And then we, we stumbled across this uh, Peanuts Armstrong project. What the fuck is that? Um, so Peanuts, you know, like Snoopy, like... 
yeah. the shoals yeah, yeah, peanuts. Yeah. Um, the, not like the legume. No, not like the legume. Um, the Armstrong Project is a commitment from Peanuts Worldwide to foster opportunities for students at historically black colleges and universities. Named after Peanuts character Franklin and cartoonist Rob Armstrong, the project has launched with two endowments at Har- Howard University and Hampton University. Peanuts Worldwide will work with these schools to identify applicants in arts or communication programs with the express goal of impacting students who are interested in animation or entertainment. That's cool. So I thought this was a really nice thing that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, uh, a little display on the history of the Armstrong Project. And they were selling little keychains and towels. You know, all the, you know, all the little goodies that right. everybody likes at the, at, mm-hmm. the, at the gift shop. But I thought it was a good opportunity for um, communications and art students to get something back. Because all you hear right now is like STEM students, right? Yeah. Science, math, engineering, mathematics. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. Technology. Uh, but now they have something to look forward to, arts and, and uh, communication. Cool. Right next to that was a display of not sand castles, but sand sculptures. So there was a big Audible presence. And Audible, I'm talking about like the actual Audible app on the phone oh. that reads you audiobooks uh-huh. or, you know, um, audio dramas. Okay. Uh, the three main uh, Audible stories that were on display were uh, Impact Winter, Sandman, which were, you know, I just can't stop bragging about, which, you know, is also going to be on Netflix August 5th. Uh-huh. As a drama. Yeah, and that's a Neil Gaiman mm-hmm. book? Yeah, I've talked about it before, and I've actually talked about audi- uh, the Sandman Audible version on the podcast right. before. Uh, but they had these really beautiful sculptures, and another one was uh, Moriarty, uh, which I'm not too familiar with. It's a new um, one with yeah. Dominic Monaghan um, mm-hmm. and Shiwata Ojiofor, where they're, like, essentially Dominic Monaghan is... Uh, Moriarty, and they're retelling the Sherlock Holmes story uh, through the perspective of uh, um, Professor Moriarty. Oh, yeah. nice! I like that. I like nice. that different take. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, then we went back into the exhibition center. We briefly passed by the Capcom, which were they were playing the new Street Fighter game. Um, there was another photo op for the. Dragon Ball Breakers, which freezes chasing you, and you're on the little scooter, and you know you hmm. just gotta pretend like you're getting shot out. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> there was a Lego uh, Super Mario Smash Brothers. Uh, Bowser was made out of Legos, and there was a couple of uh, cosplayers. I was asking you this earlier because there was Peach cosplayer, but yeah. who is the other princess in yellow? Is it Daisy? That- is, oh, that's, oh. What, that's what her name is. I couldn't think of it. Where did she come from? I don't remember like, her introduction. Daisy came in, um, I think, Super Mario Brothers 3. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I On think Nintendo? So. Um, on yeah, on the Game Boy. Oh, Game Boy. On the Game Boy? Yeah, I think the Game Boy. I, I think. I don't know. I got to look it up. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of... Um, <laughs> When we were over at that uh, at the tin roof 
place with the movies. I was talking to Josh about like Super Smash Brothers and back in the day, you know, you're a kid <laughs> and, and when you're talking like it was me and my friend Eric and I would go over his friend, uh, I would go over his house to play on his N64, that original Super Smash Brothers. But the way like the way we would say it to each other. It's sus as fuck. It's <laughs> sus as fuck. I re- <laughs> and, then, and then Josh is like, you know, man, I ain't going to lie. I did the same thing with my cousins or my friends or whatever. But um, when, you know, when we were bored or like at the time of the evening when, you know, we were done with homework, likely, mm-hmm. uh, Eric would call me or I'd call him and be like, hey, man, you want to smash? <laughs> hey, I'll get some. Want to smash, man? Want to come over and smash? And then, like, without hesitation, you would just respond, "Yeah, man, I'll just go smash, bro. Let's yeah. let's smash, let's smash yeah. right there." Yeah, yeah. Mom, yeah. Eric's house to smash. Fucking sign of the cross and everything. <laughs> <laughs> We were when Christine and I were in line for something. There was this guy behind us, and he was just like, "Yeah, no matter what platform Super Smash Brothers are on, I'm gonna I'm gonna win every time." This guy, this guy, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I'm just exaggerating the nerdiness, but right. yeah, it was like, I was yeah, like, "Well, you found the real comic book guy." <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna win every time. He's database from The Simpsons, that black kid <laughs> with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> we met Scott Liddell, one of the artists. Oh, you did. One of the artists for uh, OG X Men. He does a lot of uh, cool renderings, and uh, Christine was all smidge like, "Oh my god!" And you said that there was like zero foot traffic to his booth. There were, you know, there was a couple of people ahead of us, but it wasn't, oh, okay. you know, massively long lines where we had to like wait hours on for the end. super influential animated series back in the nineties. Like exactly. there was nobody who gave a fuck. Exactly. Wow. Oh, That's sad. Oh my god. And he was just there, and he was so nice. And he's just like, "Hey, ladies, what kind, what, what kind of print would you <laughs> hey, like?" Hey, girl. Hey. And then, hey, girl. And, hey. And then he was he was telling us about you know the way that all of the uh, X Men were posed on this particular print, and then how he put Jubilee in the corner just to be a little sassy pants. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of <laughs> highlights what uh, what's going to be in the comic. So mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool, and he was just like a really nice guy because I like I like artists. That are genuinely nice. Imagine and, he was just a prick. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I'm like afraid of. Yeah. With meeting artists, sometimes they're just kind of jaded. Just like, all right, what signature or what picture do you want your signature on? And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, you're just kind of a dick. But this guy was super sweet. Cool. Um, there was a couple of booze. Cunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not this guy. Okay. Super sweet. Uh, slideshow Star Wars display. They had these beautiful figures, a lot of figures with uh, different toy manufacturers. Let's see what else here. Oh, Scalactic Books was there. Celebrating. Scalactic had a little yeah. Scalactic fair going on. Yeah, oh my God. They Remember were, those? They were they celebrating. Still have those? Yeah. Scholastic. Oh. Scholastic. Yeah, Scholastic. Scholastic books. Remember those book fairs that you would yeah. like? Animorphs, every- Goosebumps, etc. 30th anniversary of Goosebumps. Damn. That's, oh. Yeah, that were, they were celebrating that. Yeah. Tight. And then there was... was uh, R.L. Stein there? No. Is he still alive? Um, yes. I think he... Sometimes he writes under a different pen name because he has so many books. Uh-huh. So did you know that about uh, authors? 
if the library can only carry so many copies of a particular author that they will change their pen name so that they, so they can write going? more books. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think Harl Stein, he wrote under a different name. Damn, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they were they had goosebumps there and they had an Animorphs uh, graphic novel. Damn, I was all about Animorphs back in the day, dude. And remember they gave you like in, in every book was a, like a little uh, flip book. Every page was a yeah. different, you know. Oh, on the corner, in the, the corner, corner, right? The page, and then, yeah, yeah he, they would morph into the whatever animal the book was about. Yeah. Did you ever read any of those, Josh? Yeah, I did. I read them. Um, I did watch the series too. That shitty little Nickelodeon series. Yeah. That oh god. Sucked. I, me and the food tried rewatching that a few years back. It's bad. It's bad. Dude, worst decision of our lives. We quit. <laughs> We quit after like ten minutes in. We're like, "Oh, this is this did not hold up." No, no, it doesn't. No, I didn't, I didn't like that. The books were like a million times better than what they were trying to do on the on the screen. Yeah, yeah, they they failed. Food, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um. So the animorphs. Do you remember that they had like the live action like cover? It was like an actual person morphing into mm-hmm. what an animal. Mm-hmm. Now it's yeah. all it's all drawn. It's all animated on the actual book. Cover. Ah, okay. Yeah, so they changed. They upgraded it because that was you know that was the thing in the nineties. They used like real, real pictures. pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we passed by the Beavis and Butthead booth. New series coming August fourth. Now that begs the question because if you have you seen the new movie there, Josh, do the universe. So not spoiling anything because this is on the on the trailer, but you know they they get they get shot through this portal in space because they make it up into space. Go fucking figure. <laughs> it's like it's like the first third of the movie is then going into space or getting to that point in the storyline. But once they're up there, they take this portal that takes them way up into the future to 2022. They're from the 90s. They're from like the mid 90s, 97 or something. Yeah, 97 uh, was I think the last time that we saw them. And so that's kind of like where that where it picks off. So my question is: Is it gonna, is this new series now going to take place in 2022 or in 1997? Because I'm seeing a lot of the trailers for the series have the old characters in them. So um, it might be a night back in '97. Yeah, they should just start off for when they left off. Yeah, start back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a different world back then, though. I hope they can still do a lot of those jokes. We'll see. Well, they might get their setup back. Uh, their couch and their TV. All uh, right, right. So they might get that back, and mm-hmm. if they just restart it from there, true. I mean, who knows? But yeah. they're probably going to have to go through the thing where they discover MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. That's devastating. <laughs> that was their thing. That's, I know. It's like they would, that's they what would, the M stands for. Well, not only that, but Beavis and Butthead would actually play music videos. Yeah, they do the uh, the intros like a, an Elvira esque intro. Yeah, yeah. Or crypt keeper-esque intro or a vincent price all right so they were the only non-scary dudes that doing intros exactly mm-hmm. they're just dumb yeah they're just dumb <laughs> we stopped by the square enix booth and there were these nice figures final fantasy 6 figure one six scale huge i'm talking about maybe at least three feet by three feet mm-hmm. in approximation $13,800. What the fuck? Damn. It is so very intricately detailed. There are moogles. Mm-hmm. You can see all the joints. 
of the Machina. Oh my goodness. Tight. There were some Final Fantasy VII remake figures, Full Metal Alchemist figures, hundreds of dollars. Unfortunately, the Fubar show does not have the budget to buy all of that because I would have walked away <laughs> with every single one of those figures. If, if you would like did. to donate to the Fubar show, so that way we can afford some <laughs> exactly. figures. Exactly. At Fubar show at PayPal. At Fubar show. Yeah. <laughs> Rakakuni was walking around. Ratatouille? No, Rakakuni. Oh, Rakakuni. Oh my God, no way. Rakakuni. Rakakuni from the Rescue Rangers? No, not Rakakuni from Rescue Rangers. Everything, everywhere, all at once, Foo. Yes. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were you thinking? I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. No, everything, everywhere, all at once. You fucked up. Mm. I saw, because I saw him. I saw the chef with the hat, and I'm just like, I better see a tail underneath that hat. And sure enough. That's dope. Raccoon tail. With strings. Or it was holding on to the hair, right? Yeah. 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 That's so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was probably my favorite cosplay. It's so, like, if you didn't see the movie, you're not going to know who it is, but it's, oh, my God, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Netflix Squid Game, Pop Toys, giant figure. This, I'm talking about, like, 10, 15 feet tall. Nice, giant pop toy. Nice. Nice displays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals, Judgment Day. What's that? That is, I saw a sort of wrap along the wall mm-hmm. for it. I'm not sure what it's about because I forgot to look it up because I forgot that I took a picture of it. And as I was, you know, scrolling through this, trying to figure out my notes, I remembered it and jotted it down. Judge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Avengers. There it is. What's it, what's it say? Excellent. All right then. Amazing pod. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is, is riveting. <clears throat> Ooh wee! Ooh wee! The event involves the discovery of mutant resurrection protocols and the subsequent conflict between the Avengers, X Men, and the Eternals. Judgment Day. Oh. Uh, wow, dude! Oh shit! The first issue comes out this month. It's a six issue run until November 2022. So get your first issues. Tight. Tight. Tizzle. Uh, That's pretty much it. Well, on our end, we started our day getting breakfast. I got this weird uh, salmon omelet with pesto and goat cheese. What a transition. I know. And and that set up the rest of my day. (laughs) No. Uh, I had a a cool cappuccino with it. Josh, what did you get that morning? Um, I got the Belgian waffle with uh, everything that breakfast um, that was breakfast there had like strawberry butter. Oh, it was weird because it was butter with like chunks of strawberry jam inside of it. So um, it it tasted bomb as fuck on that Belgian waffle. I'll tell you what, because there were there were no sides. It was just a a big ass waffle. Right. And then I got that matcha lavender, like lavender honey tea. But they were out of the lavender, so they said, oh, it's just going to be the honey. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Just give me give me something to wake me up, man. Yeah. Um, and it could have used the lavender. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 I was yeah, like, oh, I'm like, this, I'm like, this tastes all right. But damn, yeah, I could see where that lavender would, uh, would fucking hit the spot here. Yeah. So after that, me and the Foo were parked off of like Fifth Street. And, you know, we kind of are deciding our game plan. Like, okay, what are we what are we going to do? And then we find out that they're having that Spider-Man exhibit mm-hmm. um, at the Comic-Con Museum in Balboa Park, which was like a mile and a half, maybe a little more <laughs> away yeah. um, from where we were parking. So we decided to walk. 
And for my fat ass, that was a fucking <laughs> journey. It wasn't that bad. And for me, it was because it was a lot of hills on the way there. Way back was fine because we were going downhill the majority of the time. But going there, dude, like there, I could, I know you could tell too because there were points when you started getting like a little more ahead of me, and then you turned back and I saw you slow down because I'm like huffing and puffing going up the. the It was a nice brisk walk, but don't let don't let him fucking shake up your perception of of this. Hey, no, 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 it was it was no, and I'm sure it was fine food for you who's in you know nice decent shape. You know, nice and healthy. You didn't Not take one fa- of those lime scooters? They were everywhere. No, 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 no. After my incident at the, oh, uh, the Laker Fox game, City. I'm a little uh, hesitant on jumping back. They were all over the city right still, now. though. You yeah. can see them regularly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were everywhere. But I didn't really feel like touching anything because it did not smell, um, you know, very great. San Diego and- smells like urine. It smells uh, like everywhere you go. It's yeah. just urine. But yeah. so does LA, though. It's not. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sure every I mean, major city at this point with some homeless people. Has, has but surprisingly, there were a lot less homeless, homeless people here than in like LA, from what I see when I go into work and stuff. I know. We've been spoiled. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> <We're> homeless. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, it still looks a little. You guys crazy. need more homeless here. Yeah. That was my thought. <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> pack, pack them up in a van and yeah. take them over to San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> well just that's exactly what uh, uh isn't that exactly what cartman did except <laughs> he he transported them all to santa monica instead that's right yeah. venice yeah. yeah venice venice and now they're moved from santa monica and venice to hollywood mm-hmm. so yeah they cleaned, they're all now. they cleaned up cleaned the beaches yeah yeah and hollywood looks fucking disgusting now oh, if you yeah. if you go over there but yeah glitz and glamour guys uh but it was pretty dope when we got to the actual park and the museum um i didn't realize how big it was just from the outside but uh it was essentially like three floors Mm -hmm. um one one floor being the the whole spider-man exhibit um i believe me and the the foo you think you posted majority of uh, what we saw right not yet i'm gonna do a photo dump um okay yeah i'm gonna probably do that tomorrow on monday when this airs but uh it was tight because i mean the ticket was 30 bucks that's fine uh but i'm like it better live up to 30 dollars worth of content and dude it it did it totally did i i felt like i was at comic-con going through this thing like it was it was a sick fucking exhibit where it showed you like the entire history of spider-man it starts off at like the super very beginning of you know marvel comics even as an entity and um and stan lee's role in that and uh jack kirby and yep and all that so and all that that was going down at the time oh no i'm sorry steve get ticko there you go but Kirby's also mentioned quite a bit in that in mm-hmm. that origin story. And it just takes you in the many iterations as you progress and as you get through it, they show you and they have like the actual suits, a lot of the props, the um, one of the first things you see is the uh, the Green Goblin's helmet. Um, and the lizard's head. Yep. Like the the model that they do for like the lizard. And then um, the uh, what is it? The new goblins glider. Mm-hmm. Um harry's glider from the third movie yeah it's in there and then like right when you walk in you you, there's a giant spider-man coming out of the wall yeah and then to the right immediate right they have a doc ock with the tentacles coming out of the wall too Mm -hmm. so all of the like live action figurines are the you know the main figurines coming out of the wall done really well um all of the displays like they had tvs that were displaying um comic covers Mm -hmm. and then you they would transition like there was one that um showed the very first you know amazing spider-man 
cover where he's carrying that guy and like swinging and they showed every single variation of that comic cover like yeah. through a slideshow on the tvs i remember um, um let me cut you off for a second i remember when the first live action punisher movie came out mm-hmm. they were actually for some reason oh no I'm, I'm sorry not punisher um when the Daredevil? first toby movie came out they oh, were Spider-Man. giving this away <laughs> As uh, like at the movie theater, like really? they were giving a replica of this uh, a comic cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that like they even show see the scene um, of that cover for the movie, the promotional movie. And then they had like these little consoles that allowed you to read through specific storylines or backstories of mm-hmm. characters. Like they had one for all of Mary Jane, another one for like Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, that alone, like I was stuck on at one point for at least 15 20 minutes just kept i just kept reading yeah there was so much content that would distract you into one spot for like a solid 10 minutes easily too yeah 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 it it was definitely worth it and i didn't read everything like i still need to go back and maybe if i want to go back um you know read a couple of those like individual consoles but even the lady that um allowed everyone in she was just like i've been working here and i've read through this She's like, there's over like three hours of content and I still haven't even like read everything mm-hmm. and seen everything within that museum. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It took me like an hour 45 to get all the way through because mm-hmm. uh, that was like I, at a certain point, I'm like, I'm going to read everything. I'm not coming back. I'm going to read everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just slow. Yeah. Just slow down and start reading everything. There and- were some things I, that I did skip over and those little things are just like these little signs that are, you know, that go with a corresponding poster of something mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man related. Um, I just kind of would glance at the title and get a good idea of what they were talking about. Yeah. They had a lot of raw prints on display too, which was really cool. And then they had a lot of major um, comic books, like mm-hmm. within still within like the actual um, slip and like what the little Metacritic rating or like a meta rating that showed that it's like a pristine, like legit copy. Um, and then after me and the food went into like that gift shop and uh, he actually got you a pretty dope, like compendium, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was like yeah. a Spider-Man um, anthology of all those Stan Lee works. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks... I, I like the solid red cover with like the gold leaf. It's, yeah, it's lined with gold, mm-hmm. uh, and the editor signed it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Bob Sa- Bob Saunders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, <laughs> the whole time me and the fool were waiting. He's just like, "How do we know where this guy's at?" And then I see some guy walking around the corner with like this really colorful blazer yeah. and a Comic Con hat. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's him. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that he was going to be there? No, no, that was a surprise. No. We honestly just went thinking, okay, we'll see a couple of cool things and then like, you know, buy maybe one or two things. And then that, they, they announced it over the PA, like we'll get free signings of purchase of book. And it's just like, oh, damn. All right. That's pretty cool. And the book was only 50 bucks. Now I say only, but compared to all the other merch that was in that store, like a shirt was what, 30? Yeah. A shirt was 30. They even had some shirts for like 35, depending on like the yeah. print. So, I mean, get. I'd rather get a, a solid fucking book with like, and it has all kinds of like comic books in that book, you know, all put together. It's way worth it just to get that, you know, compared to just a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it was a good buy. I was even, I got two shirts. I got like this anime, the mm-hmm. white anime looking Spider-Man shirt. And then I got one where it's like all of the 
different Marvel characters on it, like a black print. Yeah. Both of that alone was like 60 bucks. I was contemplating returning that to get a book, <laughs> but I'm just like, dude, I have way too many books right now. <laughs> like, there's no like space. A, there's no space on my shelves. I actually got to get a new bookshelf if I'm going to be buying any more books right now. Yeah. And even uh, then when we were done with that, um, like Josh said at the beginning of this was that they had multiple floors. So one of the floors also had a, an exhibit for the Rocketeer and which is also kind of in, hand in hand with Betty Page because she was a part of that movie and and she was they drew her likeness for a lot of the comic books and uh, there was one for Archie the Archie comics um, and then in a different room there was uh, they were doing this thing for it wasn't that even that big but it was for DC characters right well they had like this um, so they had all of these different costumes from different Marvel and DC movies so they had the Hawkman. Um, suit with yeah. the wings and then like the mace they had um superman i believe superman captain they had america. captain america and then they had the doctor strange suit mm-hmm. um and then they had like this light this huge life-size batman model of the jim lee drawing um but like the black and white version mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and that was that was so sick when that we saw that cool. Um, but that was pretty much on that bottom floor because they had they were going to have like a symposium with actual scientists um and then at the very top floor where they had the R2 comics, they actually had paleontologists um, there to detail um, like the different inspirations for animals and creatures in the Star Wars universe that George Lucas actually used certain dinosaurs and stuff to make his versions of them, um, you know, within Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he used real paleontologists and stuff to figure that out. So it was pretty cool. Um, they even had a little Pac-Man like section. Yeah, they did. Where you could play a free arcade um, of all these different Pac-Man games. And then Foo, what did we found out? What did we find out that Miss Pac-Man has a name? She has a, yeah, she actually has a name. What's her name? Do you remember? I don't. <laughs> did- Wasn't it pa- Patty or something like that? No. Peggy? No. Let's see. Miss Pac-Man. Pac-Man name. Her name. It's Miss Pac-Man. No. no. <laughs> Let's see. Miss Pac-Man was... Oh, Pepper. Uh-huh. Pepper. Pepper. There you go. Yeah, Pepper. yeah, yeah. Pepper. Her yeah, name was Pepper. Pepper. And the only reason why we found out was because there was like a little display where they had the old school like 80 cartoon like looking of Pac-Man. And he had a cat named Sourpuss. He had a dog named Bark Bark. <laughs> Bark and then he had a wife named Pepper. And then the son's name was Baby Pack. Yeah. Baby Pack. Yeah. It looked weird because they made them have overhumanized faces where it's like, oh, no, we don't need that. Yeah. It was yeah. like looking at the, 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 the bad Sonic's teeth. Yeah. Ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. And you just Ugly can't look Sonic. away how his lips are <laughs> just, just parted cringe. slightly. Yeah. No. So you can see his teeth. No, thanks. Just too many teeth. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that was a uh, time well spent and um, and then we got really fucking high at my car. Yeah, right after that we <clears> went because we're like, all right, we still got like 24 minutes at the sparking spot. Let's just fucking Can you believe painted. that it was uh, 50 bucks for five hours at that parking spot? 
What the fuck? I know, dude. They're really raping us on that one. Yeah. So we got ripped off there. And then since we ran out of time, we just moved to another one in a um, where we ended up meeting you at. Where we should have started off in the first place because those thirty bucks for twenty four hours for the whole day. Like we we would have saved ourselves fifty bucks if we had just parked there originally. But at the time, we didn't think of. I mean, I ended up looking up and finding an app. That was like a, showing all the different parking prices and stuff locally. Yeah. We were just hoping like, nobody would fucking, you know, tell us to go grab our ankles when trying to find a parking spot in downtown. Yeah. But what, what are you going to do? There was a place that was fucking charging $175 <laughs> a spot, dude. A spot? A spot. $175. Wow. When I saw that on the list, I'm like, what the fuck? Who, who would pay for that? Dude, we got into the wrong business. We need to buy a lot and <laughs> yeah. just paint some lines. Boom. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. it. That's it. We dude, we can make bank owning a parking structure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, after that, we moved to the other one. And then um, we moved to actually a little closer to Gas Lamp anyway. Because that's when we ended up finding the movies pop up. We ended up just walking around. We made a couple of, you know, um, returns to the car to go smoke bowls while waiting for you guys to get out. And for and, we, were, we were charging our phones. We really yeah, were. we were charging uh-huh. our phones. Uh-huh. It was a it was a charge and a charge and a rip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I my favorite part of the entire night though was as we were going back when we were going up the stairs. There's these two homies fucking having a heart to heart. Oh my god, alley. that was so and, funny, dude! Like the oh, oh as we're walking god. up, we just see here one of the guys like, "Well, fool, you know as Einstein says." <laughs> we're going up, and then all I hear is Josie in the back. What? It was totally an earshot of them too. Like, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, fool, like, he's like, yeah, fool, you know, Albert Einstein once said, and I'm like, what? And I, I, I didn't even need to hear the rest. I already knew where it was going to go because it's the only fucking quote any foo or person knows and the only one they can easily recall, which is the insanity that, you know, you do the same thing over and over again. Right. You right. know, expecting a different result. But the presentation, but, the introduction of the quote by a foo. Yeah. <laughs> by a foo is always well foo as einstein once said i mean don't get me wrong he probably could have been talking about the theory, theory of relativity i doubt it i mean <laughs> he just he says e equals mc square I, I e equals it, mc man. square foo <laughs> he's gonna dude he's gonna invent time travel i'm telling you know, the length of my tube socks is relative foo. <laughs> <laughs> you see foo, if i put it halfway yeah. i'm not that down but i'm a little down yeah. but if i'm all the way up foo to my knees that means i'm way down i'm a, I'm a down ass foo. i'm yeah. a down ass that's right <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny dude it's so unexpected uh. that actually made my night and i was trashed by then i like we were already drinking and then we met up with you ladies and then we went to go eat at El Chingon. We saw El a Chingon. couple of cosplays as we were eating. Yeah. There was a dead dead mouse pool. Ooh, dead, that was dead, nice. Yeah, right? No, dead dead, no, dead moon pool. No? Dead mouse pool. Dead there was sailor no, there was sailor that's moon. That's what I'm night. thinking of. Yeah, yeah there was sailor a, moon pie. I posted it on our on my Sailor story. Moon Night. <laughs> Dude, as we're walking to we're just walking down and I'm just like, holy shit, it's Sailor Moon. And he's just like, nah, bro. I'm Sailor Moon Knight. I'm like, oh! he's, like <laughs> he's like, let me put on the mask. Let me put on the mask. So he puts it on. He starts posing with the different blades. And then um, 
I took pictures. And then as we're walking away, this dude is about to grab his pack. We just see another person yeah. running right Stop. behind us. Stop. I need to take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did we see? We, we saw Weapon X. Oh, that was um, cool. And then who was he walking with? He um, was walking behind Mephisto. Mephisto. Oh, that was dope. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Yeah. That Weapon X looked like crap, but the Mephisto one was dope. Did you take a picture? Because if you didn't, he wasn't there. I did because I remember I took a picture and he was like, like looking at me nice. with like the fangs, but then some assholes decided to like walk past. Ah! Like, uh-huh. Son of a bitch. Um, then there was that Deadpool guy that drove by us in the slingshot. Yeah. I was all <laughs> dancing in the car. <laughs> he had a little bobblehead of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was Comic-Con was overall fun and we weren't even in the actual thing, but it was still fun just to just hang around. Yeah. Um, so many places were having like little pop-ups. Uh, we actually passed by a gray man, like watching party area. Mm-hmm. and like pop-up area yeah. for the whole, the netflix series so i'm sure there was more and i mean oh yeah, yeah. there's so much to do there was we probably only saw maybe like 60 70 percent mm-hmm. even 70 percent is like kind of pushing it because i know there's a whole other section uh that we didn't get to one of the panels we were supposed to go to was at the san diego central library yeah was it, i don't even know where that is yeah. They had a library. Yeah. Like my cousin that lives there was just like, we have a library? Oh, <laughs> Apparently there's multiple libraries there. Uh, who knew? And there's a whole section next to Petco Park as well that we didn't even get to. That's what we were in the morning next we, to the museum. We needed to have a multi-day pass. Uh, next year. No. Next year we got to make that happen. I really hope so, Comic-Con. Please. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll promote the shit out of you guys. Just please, please let us go. Please. <laughs> For real. Please. Me and Fusi, well, at least we'll, we'll stay being the men on the street because I don't. I didn't mind uh, that. You know yeah, what? I did not mind that at all. <laughs> you definitely need teams to cover this, especially hmm. if there's going to be like Hall H. I guess the n- last night was the night to be in because Hall H had the Marvel panels. Ah. Uh. Yeah, of course. And, but you had to line up for tickets super early to get into the hall. Mm-hmm. So that was a wait in itself, and that line opened up like at 7.30. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually showed the food that they lined up all the way by the uh, marina. Yeah. Like, it, at the end of yeah. the line was in the marina, and then it, like, went on for at least a half a mile mm-hmm. into the building before where, I even got to the building. Where we were, where the Dragon Ball Z exhibit was... That was the end, pretty much the end of the line for the tickets. Hmm. And oh, that, we were already far away. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've buried the lead, though, um, considering mm-hmm. all these different things and news that we've gotten. Yeah. You want to um, take us home with this bulletin, man? Yeah, man. So this is a jam-packed bulletin. I will try to get as much content and as much stuff in as I possibly can, guys. We, we got a lot of stuff, not only from the Marvel side, from for, but from other you know, geekdom and other news um, media stuff that we like. For instance, I'll open with that. Uh, they announced that Denai Guerrera and Andrew Lincoln will be joining together for a limited time series, six episode series where um, pretty much Michonne and Rick, it's like a love story where they're going to try and find each other. Um, 
through all of saw this it and coming. it's gonna expand saw the this whole coming world. a mile away dude they were dude. lagging they're lagging any fucking excitement to have to do with the walking dead for the last fucking few years yeah dude it's been i mean i stopped watching really um after they made that agreement with the whispers and i'm just kind of like all right i'm done I'm, I'm I'm just done. Like I'll, I'll catch up at some point, but I'm not going to try and watch it. Are they late. even trying to do what the comic books are doing, or are they just taking the major oh, no, plot no, no, points? No. I think they've I think they've moved on from where the main plot point is at this point. Because um, remember, in the comic books, Carl's the one that survives. Mm-hmm. Right. Carl's the one that that's the end of it at Coral. the very end of the whole strip. Coral. 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 Um. So things have already turned completely from the original source material. And a lot of people are just kind of like, well, what happened to the movies? Like you said, Foo. Um, well, Scott Kimball <laughs> pretty much just canceled all of that after realizing that nobody would care. No one would care the amount of time it would take to do it all, that it was just better off to do a limited six episode run mm-hmm. with these characters. Um, each episode are going to be hours, a few hours <clears throat> long, probably Jesus. going the way. I'm going to die. Um, <laughs> probably be a few hours long um, uh, each episode similar to like stranger things is mm. probably what they're going to be going with okay um and then in other news foos uh we finally got our full slate of marble phase four or five and six essentially is what we needed we're currently um, in four right we're currently at the end of four so the What's last few the last one so the last one we have that's ending phase four is um wakanda forever the Black Panther movie. And they just released the trailer for that. I'm super interested. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the you seeing Namor, you finally get to see Namor for the first time in, in this trailer. That he is called Mr. Nimbus. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's different universe stuff. He controls the police. He controls the police. But Namor doesn't control the police. In fact, the police still hate Namor. So all right, all right, all right. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> I am Mr. Nimbus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so phase four will end with um with uh Wakanda Forever. Phase Black four Panther just movie. feels like a rebuild year. Like if I'm a baseball owner, <laughs> like this was a rebuild year. Yeah, and that uh, that's essentially what um Kevin Feige was taking away uh from the phase four recently is that people you know were complaining about okay like dude you really hyped up phase four so much that it was really just a bunch a setup mm-hmm. like it, it's it's pretty much just a setup all the way around the most exciting thing we've seen so far was kang and i mean barely yeah and that was like at the beginning of the phase yeah exactly i mean that was like right yeah right in the beginning with loki so um yeah officially it ends with black panther and then the new phase five will begin with ant-man and wasp quantum mania so there we go we're gonna get king um or actually sorry we're gonna get a little bit of king in quantum mania but the main main villain in quantum mania will be modok modok Oh, Modoc yeah. Do you think they're going to get a, a Patton Oswald? I hope so, Foo. That's what I want. It's <laughs> exactly what I told you. I'm like, they better get Patton Oswald to yeah. come back and voice Modoc because he's just going to voice him, um, you know, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so after that, Quantumania, what's next is going to be, oh, sorry. Let me get back to my list here. Um, Secret Invasions, the Disney Plus series, spring mm-hmm. 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three, May 5th. 
2023 and uh, they've already confirmed that volume three will focus on the origin of rocket raccoon um this is officially going to be um dave batista bradley cooper's um last run in the guardians of the galaxy movies mm-hmm. like they will no longer be reprising their roles i heard that this was the last guardians of the galaxy movie really yeah not just yeah. for those specific characters but for the team hmm. yeah yeah, I don't know if if Peter Quill will be coming back. Who knows? They really haven't like you know unveiled too much. I don't think they want to put all their cards on the table yet with that. Um, we still get that Christmas special of Guardians of the Galaxy this year. Oh, right. That's still that's that probably will essentially be the end. Um, okay, and then continuing on the slate of Phase Five, uh, Marvel's Echo Disney Plus series, which will follow the anti-hero echo from the hawkeye movies mm-hmm. um the girl that's deaf and that had the amputated leg mm-hmm. um and then loki season two will be coming out in summer 2023 next year on uh, disney plus the marvels is slated to come out july 28th of this of next year and then iron heart um which will be premiering on disney plus fall of 2023 um iron heart will actually be starting in the black panther wakanda forever movie um, that's where she will essentially be making her appearance. Um, and then she'll have her own mini series, uh, fall of next year nice. on Disney plus. And then blade foo blade, November 3rd of next year, the savior of Marvel, the savior of Marvel foo, the one, if it wasn't for blade making all that money and being such a success, Marvel would have gone bankrupt and none of this would ever happen. We would have never got Spider-Man foo. Yeah. We would never got fantastic four movies well maybe mm-hmm. the first movie i don't know about that second one um <laughs> and then we get agatha uh coven of chaos on disney plus winter 2023 or possibly 24 mm-hmm. um that's probably going to be centering around agatha harkness's character probably well definitely <laughs> i don't know huh. huh that's a good question yeah we'll see we'll have to wait and see i have uh, <laughs> i have a feeling and then uh daredevil born again spring of 2024 now they're saying that it's going to be a series could be a movie but most likely right now it's going to be a series on disney plus um and then captain america new world order may 3rd 2024 and then thunderbolts july 26 2024 will end officially end stage or uh, yeah phase five and what is thunderbolts all about so the Thunderbolts are essentially what this first phase has kind of been introducing on the back end. So instead of like how, you know how Nick Fury was the one that had brought in the Avengers, yeah. um, showed up at the end of every movie, right? Well, if you remember Julia Louise Dreyfus's um, character, the, the Contessa, the um, she is the one that is building this new team. Um, we saw it at the end of Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier when she brought in U.S. agent John Walker yeah. to be a part of the team with that black suit. Um, we saw it with uh, Helena Elinova with um, bringing her in at the end of Black Widow. So she's essentially building this new team on the back end um, that's going to be take over the Avengers and be the government entity. But they're all going to be comprised of like villains or antiheroes. Like guys that are not afraid to get the job done, like mm-hmm. to get their hands dirty kind of thing. So in the comics, the Thunderbolts were originally created and led by Norman Osborn, who at the time he pretend he had said that he cured himself of the goblin psychosis and became the Iron Patriot, which is where the 
the you know Iron Patriot costume we got in Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. That's where that originated from, from Norman Osborn's character having that, mm-hmm. and he created a super um you know the thunderbolts as the new the competitive avengers uh, because during that time that's when it was like right after civil war when iron man killed captain america so the world was looking at the avengers in a different way because of all this other chaos so norman osborne brought out the thunderbolts as a a way of avoiding the chaos and avoiding the mass destruction they'll get the job done the right way with limited liability kind of thing mm. that's what they portrayed himself so he brought in a thor there was a thor that is pretty much a robot a cyborg called ragnarok um that was their version of thor um bullseye ended up taking on the mantle of hawkeye yeah um Dokken, who was um wolverine's son in the comic books he became the new wolverine and his ability was he did have retractable claws but they were like, they were weird. He had two here and then one coming out of the middle of his forearm. Oh. Yeah. Right. And um, so there's a comic book storyline where he goes and fights Wolverine at the very end. Um, I won't spoil that one. You guys could look that one up. Um, and then other different characters that they would bring in, like Red Hulk was a part of the Thunderbolts as well. Um, they didn't realize who he was because Thunderbolt Ross never told them who he was until um, someone ended up finding out. I think it was like, uh, wasp or something in the comics mm-hmm. and like spilled the beans that he was uh, thunderbolt or Ross pretending that took on the powers of the hulk became the red hulk so i'm not hating that um because then that kind of and the reason and it following captain america new world order is fitting because you're also bringing in baron zemo who mm-hmm. becomes like the captain america mm-hmm. of that group so baron zemo will then reprise his role here in thunderbolts so is he gonna dance again I, I just I need that better. I need that on loop 10 hours just, <laughs> mm, just that little fist pump yeah that he does done fucking guy <laughs> and um you know what though that's not it because we also got phase six but they've only announced three movies on phase six but they're big movies they're big movies because the first movie that will start off phase six is none other than the fantastic four finally finally the first the first family is finally fucking joining Marvel. Fucking it's been a travesty yeah. without a man because they were no, such a good, like a big part in the, in the whole Thanos thing. No, sh- no kidding, man. No kidding. It's a, it's definitely a travesty that we've been missing them, but we're finally going to get them. And dude, the movies that are going to be following it even better because yeah. uh, this movie will be premiering November 8th, 2024. And then in the following year, May 2nd, we're getting the next Avengers movie. And this Avengers will be called the Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So we're getting the Kang Wars foo as the next Avengers movie. And that's not all, ladies and gentlemen, because following that movie in the same year, November 7th, 2024, we're getting Avengers Secret Wars. Holy shit. The same and year? The same year. So, damn, that's even that's, that's closer old. together than Infinity Wars and Endgame. That was no, at least a it, year apart, wasn't it? No, it was six months apart. Oh, word? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's essentially, yeah, it's similar. Because you have one in May 2nd and the other one November 7th. So, mm. you're six months apart. So, I think these two movies, um, I'm, Kang Wars is going to end on a cliffhanger. With the way that these two are timed out, it's going to end on a cliffhanger of some sort and lead into the Secret Wars. Wow. Um, but for those of you guys that don't know the Secret Wars, 
it's one of the most complex and hugest fucking arcs in all of marvel like you think infinity crisis and um you know um multiverse not multiverse of madness but like everything that dc put out this was their version this was their competitor Mm -hmm. and what's even more fucked up is like at the end of the secret wars um spoiler alert anyone nick fury wipes everyone's memories so no one remembers what happened during these wars it's a tragedy it's a tragedy because some like during the part like these heroes when they're back into their regular comic series they start having like flashbacks Mm -hmm. of shit that they didn't they don't remember happening but happened and it causes a few of them to go through like mini breakdowns and stuff so i'm wondering if we're gonna get that type of version i don't know but i'm excited there better be some mutants in there that's all i'm saying the mutants most likely will be joining in after after the fact um though i think phase seven i think as far as movie as far as movie, I think they're going to be introduced into each of these different properties, like as different characters. Well, so they're going to introduce. Teased it, right? I don't know. Miss Marvel really teased dropped, it. Yeah, they dropped the ball with not making her an inhuman. They did. I, I'm not on board with that, particularly since we've already had an introduction to Black Bolt exactly. in the last, you know, Marvel movie. Like they really, they 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 really kind of missed the ball there. But um, there was a whole series. series on Inhumans. Yeah. No, I know. Well, that was a shitty series. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But that they was still sh- introduced them. But they wanted to get away from them because they don't even consider the Agents of Shield um TV series a part of this Marvel universe. What? It, 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 they do they got through a weird phase where they kind of separated themselves from the Agents of Shield universes and the TV properties. It it made no fucking sense. The first to me. season was like it was happening when Thor was coming out. Yeah, they said that after season three is when it stops being a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, ah. which made no it, again, dude. It made no fucking sense to me. That's back to where they had no idea what they were doing with yeah. in regards to the TV series. Because remember, they split between Hulu and Netflix, right? With the uh, you know, so this is what happens when you let the tv companies dictate mm-hmm. well kevin feige didn't have complete complete control at the time when everything was split apart mm-hmm. he only had it after age of ultron after what happened with age of ultron and joss whedon that's when they finally gave him full creative control so he's trying to backtrack a lot of stuff like that and it, dude he he has to finesse it um luckily now with the multiple universes and timelines he can kind of work with that um we're going to get the uh, mutants intro. Um, they didn't announce it here, which I thought was weird, but I know it's releasing in some point next year. The um, X-Men 97 animated series yes. that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah. And that that's a continuation of the end of the X-Men series, um, which you could still find on Disney Plus if you guys want to rewatch it. I'm going to have to because mm-hmm. I, I hardly remember any of it. Same, dude. I need a real. I, re- I remember bits and pieces, especially the big moments that traumatized me as a kid or not traumatized me. We're just kind of like, no. So, um, yeah, I definitely need to go back and rewatch it. But guys, if we miss anything in Comic-Con, don't feel free to let us know. You can reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram or email. Um, tell us what you guys were most excited about, uh, because I only tipped the iceberg here. There there's still so much more that I haven't even gotten into. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. No, man, agreed. And it was fun. Again, I didn't get a chance to actually see Comic-Con, but everything surrounding it, I think the city did a really stand-up job in trying to make that the excitement exist outside of the actual convention center itself. So kudos, man. Kudos to the whale's vagina. (laughs) I can't wait to go back. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, man, I think that's going to do it for Geeking Out. Now we're just going to do uh, a slightly different type of music highlights. And uh, you guys ready for that? Sure. All right. Well, on tap today for the music highlights, I wanted to talk about more like music news. And, you know, I've been staying away from doing music news just because it's just really been pretty boring these last two, three years because of COVID. When there's no concerts, there's no excitement happening out, you know, when you're actually in person to go see some of these artists play. It's really just been, you know, music videos, the, uh, you know, the, the, the TV appearances, yeah. you know, the award shows, that kind of thing. And, you know, that, that's that's littered all over the news. But like these little kind of stories that that really are what music news is all about. I want to try to incorporate that more and more back into the FUBAR show. So um, this will likely be the first of many like this. And the first story I wanted to bring up was Rage Against the Machine, man. We've had tickets to their show just like you've had tickets to Comic-Con right. for like over two years now, right? Oh, yeah. We bought these tickets in the fall of 2019, 2019 to see them in 2020 over in Glendale, Arizona when they, when they, when they were supposed to play. And then because of COVID, it just kept getting pushed out. Now, at this point, it's scheduled for Glendale, Arizona in February of 2023, Yes. right? Now, it was supposed to be earlier this year when we were supposed to see him in April, if I'm not mistaken. But I think we were still coming out of COVID and then they pushed it. They pushed it back. Yeah. <clears throat> so at this point, and I think I texted you guys when this happened, singer Zach De La Rocha messed up leg on stage. And um, I'm not you know, I'm not saying it's like, like oh, good for, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, that it happened. But it's just like I when I texted you guys, I'm like fucking like they just got back. They better not push this show off anymore. <laughs> oh, for real, dude. Because uh, I want to see Rage Against the Machine. Now they they start they're doing it, man. It, despite his leg injury, which I can't tell you what actually happened. It says here, Rage Against the Machine frontman Zach LaRocha had a twist of fate during his Windy City performance, and that was one of their first performances back from being on their uh, long-ass hiatus of being a band. Um, the guy messed up his leg, forcing him to rock out while grabbing a seat. Now, I don't know if he's too cool for school to hit up Dave Grohl for his old, uh, for his old chair, but I mean, that would, I wouldn't hate that. But I mean, at this point, he's just really sitting on audio equipment. I think he's just sitting on like a like an audio case of a speaker, and he just does the show from there. Um, lately, he's been thrown on a hoodie, so that's kind of like his persona now. Uh, you know, before back in the early early nineties, he had the long dreads, uh, and then on his return, when I saw him back at Coachella back in 07, he was rocking the fro. He's still rocking the fro, but now due to his leg injury and the fact that he's sitting down while rocking out he threw on a hoodie now so he's kind of he's got like that eminem vibe going on now <laughs> yeah so i mean they still sound great you can catch a bunch of um you can catch a bunch of videos of them doing live shit now and because they're 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 doing it they're doing the tour like they're not slowing it down i can't imagine that zach wants to anymore i mean if they wanted to they could have taken some more time off but the fact that they have been I'm sure the guys are like, no, we're not taking any, we're not pressing pause on this anymore. We're going to just keep doing this. So, um, also 
Also, one other thing I wanted to bring up regarding Rage Against the Machine and their tour was something that was published earlier today that I saw online was Tom Morello accidentally tackled off stage by security guard at the Rage Against the Machine show. What, did he get clotheslined or something? Well, (laughs) close. (laughs) Did you see the video, Josh? I did. A little bit? I did. Yeah. (laughs) It was was crazy because... let me see. Hopefully, this video plays without there being an ad from YouTube. With my luck, there will be. But let's see. Oh, here we go. So, they're playing Killing in the Name of here. And, of course, Zach is sitting in the middle. And then you got Tom on the right, where he normally hangs out. There's somebody who comes in from, like, the side of the stage. Uh, you know, you guys can't see it here. But... At a certain point, I think from like backstage, like this guy came, comes out of nowhere. Let me see here. It's a rather long video here. It's okay, it's still a good song. Oh, yeah, from the side of the stage, there he is. Oh. And then it looks like he was going towards Zach, but then the security card saw and, and caught him and tackled the guy off stage and uh fucking tom morello was like really collateral damage from it all <laughs> we're like yeah and knocked him forward off the stage onto like this other secondary platform and all you see is tom's shoes remaining on on the stage it was actually kind of cartoonish and a little funny the way it went down and then tom kind of just gets up he's a little dazed and he just puts both his fists up in the air and he's like yeah you know i'm yeah. back and then he just puts his guitar back on yeah because you hear zach zach too he stops and he's like yo yo, yo hold up yo, hold up hold up hold up hold up <laughs> and then you see tom come up and he's just like fuck yeah, yeah. you can hear him say it fuck yeah. this this video is the one i should have played let me see if i can fast forward it oh he's already down fast forward too much no you're good yeah, there he is. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's okay, everyone. <laughs> and you know, killing in the name, that's the song they close with. Yeah. So anyway, that's the song to close with. That's their number one song. Everybody knows "Killing in the Name of." Yeah. Um, if you're a if you're a true Rage Against the Machine fan like myself, though, hmm. um, one song that they've been really trying to promote or not trying to, it's just the one song that's really kind of hit home. At least if you're a Latino in in L.A. or in Southern California in 2022, this song still applies. I believe if you go into their evil empire album and check out their track down Rodeo, uh, I think it'll really resonate. So I'm going to play a little bit of that.
And for those who don't live in Southern California, you're even at, at least around the LA area. Rodeo is a rather upscale type of town, neighborhood, street. Um, and the fact that he says, now I'm going down Rodeo with a shotgun. These people ain't seen a brown skinned man since their grandparents bought one. So I think, you know, it still resonates in, you know, the history of where minorities still kind of stand in the eyes of those who think that they control everything that is, has to do with the pulling of the strings in society. So, uh, wanted to showcase that one, man. Uh, my next story has actually to do with another one of my favorite bands, Pearl Jam. They've been canceling a lot of their gigs lately. Last week, rep- yeah. Um, last week, representatives of the rock and roll band uh, off of, uh, let's see, they called off a concert in Vienna, Austria, at the last minute as the front man, Eddie Vedder, suffered from damaged vocal cords following a show at Lollapalooza's Paris the previous weekend. Something about that, let's see here. Uh, Uh, in spite of continuous medical treatment ed is regretfully still without a voice and unable to perform tonight's show at zigo dome in amsterdam this is again the one of the worst possible scenarios for the band we wholeheartedly apologize to all that worked so hard to put on the show and those supporters we looked forward to seeing I don't know if it's going to tell me in this article, but what I had read was that in uh, the Lollapalooza show, there was a lot of like smoke in the air. Like there was a lot of pollutants and uh, he was going hard with his singing and he, those pollutants really got to him and fucked up his voice. And so I don't know uh, where he's at in recovery. Hopefully he recovers soon. This, uh, this article was published today. So, I mean, as, as we speak and likely tomorrow as this airs, uh, he'll still be canceling shows. So I know that they're doing the European leg right now, but the fact that they're going to have to reschedule a lot of this shit, I'm sure is no fun for any of these guys putting this together. But uh, I know that they will. Uh, Eddie will get better and and they're going to start to tour again. And man, when I was coming up with Pearl Jam, one of my favorite songs was the fucking track one of their second release album called Versus. This song is Go.
probably one of the best introductory songs to any album out there. Um, that that along with uh, the following tracks like Animal and Glorious G, probably one of the best fucking batches of songs to open up a fucking album with in my life. Um, if you haven't heard the entire Versus album, I, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? <laughs> you must go do that now. Uh, but moving on, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Kid Cudi's having a bad day. Oh, God. <laughs> poor guy. That poor bastard, man. Um, so there's this Rolling Loud. Is it a is it a tour that they're doing? It's like a it's like a concert tour, a hip hop concert tour that they do yeah. um, nationwide. Um, I think they had it here in L.A., uh, I want to say maybe three, like four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're in Miami right now. I yeah. Believe. And they uh, they had a release a statement saying Rolling Ra- Rolling Loud is a family. Our fans, the artists and everyone involved need to look out for each other, share the love and be respectful to everyone. We love you, Cuddy. Please take care of each other and let's have an amazing day, too. And that's in reference to Kid Cuddy getting the business from some of the fans in the pit by throwing objects at him while he was trying to do a set. And you see it, like, if you play the video, and I think I have it right here. No, that's actually Kanye coming out to a little Dirk set, which is also a slap in the fucking face, if you ask me. Um, uh, is oh, it it's him? a huge slap in the face. Because, They're not cool. Uh, while you, yeah, well, while you're looking for the other thing, um, it's all started because Kanye canceled his set. Mm. Last minute. At Rolling Out, last minute. Yeah. And so then Cuddy fills in for him, which that's why a lot of fans were all pissed off. And yeah. taking it out on Cuddy, which again, not not cool, guys, not cool at all. But um, for him to come out later on Lil Dirk's fucking set, dude, that's fucking ultimate shade. You know, Kanye did that shit on purpose. He must. Like, have. You know, it, it feels like he set him up. Yeah. Like fuck Cuddy, because I know that's their beef now. Like they're having a beef with each other now. Well, I, 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 I at least on this page that I'm on, it's a, it's off of TMZ. It, they don't have the exact one that's really circulating through the social media. In fact, the one I have right here, Josh, is the guy who threw that last object that made Kid Cudi uh, oh. walk off stage. Like there's a you know this the actual footage of the dude in the crowd. So let me see if uh, let me see if any of this audio makes any sense to anybody. <laughs> He just launches it. And he can't believe that he's the guy who caused Cuddy to walk off at this point. But what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah a fucking idiot. Like, what do you think was going to happen? He even like, told him one more thing, you know, hits me from, you know, from you guys and I'm out of here. And then he, you just walked off. Dude, it's like it's like people forgot how to fucking act during the pandemic. Like mm. people don't know proper social decorum now. Like from not only from this happening with Cuddy, um, they actually there was another incident where it happened to ASAP Rocky, where a fan threw something up there and, you know, tried to get his attention. In this particular case, he threw a phone and, you know, ASAP allowed him up there and like gave him a hug. Mm-hmm. But it's not just exclusive to concerts, like even movie theaters with that whole minion bullshit. Oh, the like, kids and wearing the suits and stuff. It is yeah. wearing the suits, but then also causing disruptions during mm-hmm. the movie and then eventually getting all kicked out. Yeah. Like there's a, there was a video circling around circulating around at the time where the movie theater people were coming in and kicking like, like stopping the movie halfway and then kicking everyone out, even the kids and stuff that were just there to watch. Oh. Like they just stopped the movie. So it's like, dude, you're ruining the experience for other people. Like, especially for kids, like, since it's a kids' movie. 
Yeah. And in this particular case, it's like, bro, what if someone had been wanting to cut, see Cuddy for like the longest? Mm-hmm. And this, bro, this dude just ruined that. Yeah. He ruined that opportunity for him. Well, like I also mentioned earlier is uh, Kanye stepped out with black paint on his face and a futuristic pair of shades covering his eyes when he came out um, to do a song, which was Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 from his Life of Pablo album. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think this is a complete slap to the face to Cuddy because um, I know that they said that they weren't cool. Cuddy previously admitted things were not cool between him and Kanye, even though they appeared together on Pusha T's rock and roll for his album, It's Almost Dry. So that being said, let me play that song right now. Son is like a work of art, his father's like Shakespeare I've done the impossible, I should wear a cape here A C on my chest, coke dealers come and play here Careers in his eighth gear, nothing left to do but levitate I'm David Blaine here, I could disappear, I swear We've been getting changed here, so what's really changed here? Still next to Ye in here I mean, it's not a bad track. <laughs> I mean, dude, Cuddy's still got it. Um, Man on the Moon 3 was was really dope, too, for anyone that didn't listen to that. Did that one just recently come out? came out a couple years ago. Oh. Um, it came out during the pandemic. Mm. But, you know, it, it was a hit when it came out. But, it was, you know, it's overlooked during the pandemic. A lot of people kind of yeah. forgot about the stuff that happened in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we try to forget that period. <laughs> You're right. Um, cool, man. Well, uh, aside from all that, man, a, a couple of weeks ago, my band was re- recording with, uh, with our producer and he introduced me to a song and an artist that I've been checking out since then. Uh, name of the artist is Don Brocco. Um, I, I introduced him to you, Josh, over a text message with the particular, uh, track. In fact, the music video, it sucks that I can't put this on, um, you know, through the, through the video here i can't pretty much just i can't put on music videos but um if you guys just look for everybody by don brocco the production value in this this came out in like 2018 so it's been a few years now since the song has been out but this entire album is also really good but it this this what would what did you think about this song when i first uh, showed it to you i thought it was dope man the music video alone was fucking wild it was but menacing it was, like, it was a little what did you think it's weird dude it was weird right it's weird <laughs> but you keep watching it because the song's good the song was good and there was a familiar face in it it was the guy who was killing everybody in that uh in too many cooks too many cooks, too many cooks. from adult swim <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen yeah he was uh yeah he was in there as an fbi agent but the the storyline contained in this music video and that's that's what i like about these music videos that i'm now discovering from don brocco is that 
a lot of production goes into it and they use the same actors for a lot of the music videos almost kind of establishing like a like a multiverse <laughs> with these actors and the music videos that go with it uh and they're they're pretty funny and kind of like I don't know. The the music video for this one in particular for everybody was a little unsettling even. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was a little creepy. Yeah, it was creepy as fuck. But you wouldn't know it if you just heard the song. And here's the song. Yeah, I mean the music is great, and they had that other track that kind of, kind of fits with this one. Uh, the "Come Out to L.A." track. Oh, dude, it's so. I mean, they're fucking bangers, dude. It's yeah. Such a fucking, such a good band. It was nice as a nice gem you came upon, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, good find. Uh, last but not least, uh, you guys remember Mark Maples, right? He was on the show a few times. Of course. Yeah, yeah. good old Mark. Well, he hit me up the other day, and uh, I don't know why. Uh, he sent me the link to this particular song by artist called Lemon Demon. And this is off of an album, The Fump, The Fump, Volume 22, July to August 2010. So I guess it's been around for a while, but because we've been talking about a lot of geeky, nerdy shit about Comic-Con, uh, I thought that this track was rather appropriate. It's cheesy as fuck um it's almost like they the lyrics are explicitly and specifically written just so it can contain every fucking major superhero villain uh it's kind of like it's called the ultimate showdown so you'll know what i'm you know what i'm talking about when i play it City like a big playground when suddenly Batman burst from the shade. Nick Godzilla with a bat grenade. Godzilla got pissed and began to attack. But didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq. Who proceeded to open up the Shaq through. When Aaron Carter came out of the blue, and then he started beating up Shaquille O'Neal. Then they both got flattened by the Batmobile. But before we could make it back to the Batcave, Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave and took a naked 47 out from under his hat. Blue Batman away with a 
rat a tat tat, but he ran out of bullets and he ran away. Cause Optimus Prime came to save the day. <laughs> this is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Good guys, bad guys, and explosions. As far as the eye can see, and only one will survive. I wonder who it will be. This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Abraham Lincoln was packing, man. <laughs> oh god, fucking that's song. fucking hilarious. Thanks dude. for the uh, th- thanks for the link there, Mark. Uh, hopefully, you can be <laughs> on real soon too. So, uh, anyway, um, thanks for being patient with us, everybody. Oh, but yeah, I got to play this. Thanks for being patient with us over the last couple weeks, uh, listeners. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed the best of clips. In fact, uh, I think, and we'll probably, we don't have time for this today, Josh, but you wanted to also discuss the uh, the the use of this and next week. Again, you wanted to refine, like, and you, what, what do you want to do here? You oh, want to just piss oh, yourself it's off? It's not over. We have not finished this. What do you it mean? It has not been resolved. It has not been resolved because... I've also okay, okay. We're not going to get into this, everyone, no. but n- not yet. We'll get into it on the next pod, uh-huh. and we would like to hear you, listeners. Please participate in this. This is something we need to know. <laughs> all right, we need to know is what is the proper use of this or next? Okay, what is the proper te- context that this or next week should be in? Because while listening to the pod. There's a lot of flip flopping from this guy over here. No, there's in, not. You he just does it all the time. You just weren't paying there attention. Was, there was. You just even if attention. you listen, all of you will listen. I will even. I will. I will come back with some evidence this and some more pod. thought out research. All right. I doubt that. On this next week's <laughs> podcast. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, everybody, uh, see, uh, we got a good teaser there. Um, yeah. Did I miss anything? We talked a lot. Uh, did. I think uh, I think we're I think good. we're tuckered out, Foo. I think we are. All right, cool. Well, everybody, tune in next week for this bullshit. Um, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I think in a couple of weeks I'll have to I'll have to put up another best stuff because the band's recording again. Unless we were try to record on a Thursday. Show me how to use all the equipment. I will make a stiff podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> it's gonna be ASMR of me just eating chips. <laughs> so, guys, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> Howdy. Howdy. All right. All right. To crap. Right. Well, Jesus. What All else? Right. What else? I guess I'll tune in. <laughs> Riveting. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Remember to hit subscribe and be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend like a freaking champion. You can also listen in and get our swag at foobarshow.com. That's F double O bar show.com and follow F double O bar show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Join in, drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And Steph. Signing off, saying, don't be a dude.